so uh it's a bit rainy today rainy and poury uh i i could really go for some sunshine how about you we had sunshine two days ago for about a half hour yeah i almost put on sunscreen we've had i think it all comes down to i've complained about this before this is not new territory that we're treading travis uh the weather the weather outside is yeah it's all right i mean it's It's like 50 degrees a little rainy april showers it was colder this afternoon than it was this morning when i left for work and frankly uh, that will not stand. At least it's not snowing now. It was snowing earlier. It, 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 I don't know if it ever really snowed down here. It's fast. We got snow. Chatter. Weather chat on the <laughs> nines. Here on episode 48 of Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And hey, hey, I'm Travis Tate. Episode 48. Yeah. It rhymes. With all our weather hate. I got here a little bit late today. <laughs> I did, I did something... Dude. Did you get held up? What happened to you, Trav? I did something, Jake, that I don't normally do. I sat down on my bed. I thought, all right, I'm going to write out my show notes. I've been putting it off. And then I looked over and I saw my pillow. My nice faux down pillow that I got. And I was like, how you doing? (laughs) I put my head down on the pillow. Next thing I know, like an hour and a half later, I'm waking up. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I don't like taking naps. Because you don't like taking naps? No, no. Because oh. when I wake up, I'm like a little bit annoyed, and my head hurts. It usually gives me a headache, and then I feel like in a science fiction show where a character wakes up and their world is slightly off, and they can't figure out why, and it's because they're in they're in like a matrix type thing, or or somebody went back and <laughs> changed stop, time. You just stop napping in tubs of like pink viscous goo. Yeah, so everything seems like there's something a little off like like uh I haven't seen anybody in my family since I laid down for this nap and I'm assuming like one of them has like changed to like a giraffe or something. I don't know. Something is something's not off. I love, or something is off. I if I can fit in and the, the thing is is that I can I don't enjoy naps when it's a like, oh, you know, I should probably lay down for a little while. Like, I enjoy a Saturday afternoon nap. Really? I need deep REM sleep. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I, I mean, you know, since I've been, since I've taken up meditation, like a good half hour meditation gets a real good re- refresh on me. But it's not mm. the same. It's not the same as a, like, I had a nice big lunch, oh. <laughs> something with a lot of bread. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, you know, lay down, put on. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Trav. Put on some videos of people playing video games and just lay there and just just pass out. Apparently, at one point, I woke up and said, Alexa, play rain sounds. Because when I woke up, there was rain sounds playing. I don't remember <laughs> saying you, that. You're in the Matrix. So, I yeah. It just started playing on its own. Yeah. And if you're listening to this at home <coughs> and you're not wearing headphones and your Alexa started playing rain sounds, you're welcome. Alexa, stop. It's got to be pleasant. Alexa, play Late to the Party with Travis Tate. <laughs> yeah, Alexa, download all our episodes. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I I find it very pleasant. It's just, um, isn't it? I mean, you woke up on your own, right? Yeah. How long did you sleep for? I, I think like an hour and a half. Huh, that's supposed to be I'm the still in a bit of a fog, though. Thing. It's weird. Everything's a little blurry and weird. Yeah, you know, I mean, you had a beer on the way over, so. Well, I stopped to get some ne- NECA wafers 
because I don't know, it's the candy that the pioneers ate. And <laughs> I don't know, I was just in the mood for Necco wafers and I couldn't find any. And I realized you are the first person in the congratulations. You are the first person in the history of the world who has ever been in the mood for a Necco wafer. Well, I was looking all over in the candy aisle, this gas station. And I used to buy them there all the time and I couldn't find them. And I was like, just staring like for a minute i was staring at like lemon heads and stuff and this guy's like you okay <laughs> what, did, what did evan dando say about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> guys like you okay i'm like yeah i'm just looking for some neko wafers and i was just standing there like whoa so i'll probably go to the same uh rest or not restaurant holy cow Boy, yeah. gas station tomorrow get the neko wafers there and what if they're like Neca waivers abundant. They're just like overflowing. You consider it opening, like you know, because I did see some giant Smarties though. Have you thought about because in this industry it helps if you have like a gimmick? Have you thought about like opening a Neca wafer themed food truck? No, but what if they had a Pez dispenser that dispensed Neca wafers instead of Pez? That'd be cool. It might work. Did you know they have Funko That's- Pop themed? Pez dispensers now? That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Funko and Pez have joined forces to create little little plastic people of happiness. They have the Golden Girls. So Funko must be stopped at this point, right? <laughs> no, now they're into candy. Like that was You can you can tilt Blanche's head back and rip something sweet right out of her throat. That's not don't do that to Blanche. All right, Rose. I'm trying to think of another horny. Old I always thought when I was when I was younger, I was I always thought Betty White was way prettier than uh, yeah. uh, Rue McClanahan. Yeah, Betty Betty was the Betty was a Betty. She remember when people used to say a uh, hot girl was a Betty. Was remember that, that? A, was that a Polly Shoreism? I don't know. Did Polly Shore bring that one across? I don't know. I always thought it came or from Riverdale, that? not like from... the Riverdale TV show, but like oh, Archie's, really? like because Betty mean, and Veronica. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I had another shock of that nature of like, I need to keep that for any time you, you'd see. I, I wish I'd been around there. I'd been on top of things for the inception of Riverdale. Like when the first things came up and there's probably like, what are they doing to Betty and Veronica? Like I ran across <laughs> a uh, Betty or it was a, yeah, it was Archie versus the Predator comic this week. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I've told you before. There was a classic one. They did uh, Archie versus the Punisher. I could see that. That'd be fun. So that makes perfect sense. That's, uh, you know, Riverdale ain't really doing that much out of hand. I actually think Betty comes from Betty Page. Now that I think about it, mm. my grandmother's named Betty. By the way, I thought you were going to tell me your no. grandmother was Betty Page. I was like, no, Trav, can we go back thirty years and I could meet your grandma? No, maybe? I would need some therapy if that were the case. If my grandma was Betty Page. Mm. So what? So neck wafers, huh? Still in the fog, everybody. <laughs> Still in the Necco fog. In Necco fog. Uh, so what you- send your Necco wafers to late to the party with Travis Tate. Oh, care of at PO Box. I don't know. Just send them Go somewhere. The PO Box. Yeah. Oh, we, we, send them everywhere, we, dude. We're still get, dying to get an email. I don't think that we got to worry about our PO Box. Hey, yet. I don't care if we never get an email as long Which, as people frankly, keep downloading. That's all I, I requested. Jake Trav slash Vic got nothing. <laughs> y'all are y'all are snoozing out there. That's all right. <laughs> Apparently, there's Seinfeld fanfic. I need this. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, slash fic. You can find everything out there. I've been watching uh, Seinfeld with my oldest son Brady, and there's the episode where um, uh, Elaine uh, fi- sees that there's some some young women eavesdropping on their conversation, and she starts teasing Jerry and. 
George, you know, why don't you, so you guys are homosexuals. Why don't you just come out of the closet and live your life and be happy? And uh, Brady's like, this is a fanfic thing that I've seen. And then <laughs> as the episode goes on, he's like, this was there in there too. This is in there too. I was like, yeah, they're just ripping off the real show for people that haven't seen it yet. I like the, um, I know they do them with Seinfeld, but I've seen a lot of uh, The Sopranos sort of... Um, People write scenarios in The Sopranos, like talking about that AJ, the son, like was became like a red pillar, whatever you call those, like an MRA, and they they just do. They're pretty funny in the dialogue huh. of things like that. Just write a spec script. I mean, that's more or less what they're doing. I just said script instead of script, but I I wasn't gonna call you on it. <laughs> I should write a spec script. What should I write it about? Spec script. Yeah. Well, let me think for a moment. <laughs> Hmm. Every every other comic in the world for. has spec scripts on their computer. Uh, Longmire spec script. Longmire. I'll have to watch it and see who Longmire is. Oh, that's too bad. Is it William Sadler? Is he Longmire or doubt is it, it the town? Severely doubt it. No, the Longmire I believe is a elderly sheriff. Is it not William Sadler? Is it you know what? For all I know, it is. I, I the only thing I know about Longmire is it's about an elderly sheriff, and the name's funny. Elderly. And wow. Our friend what if Craig, he's like in his fifties? Our friend Craig, who is socially sound, he has no bad opinions. Well, I mean, there's a couple. No. Well, I mean, not in not in, not in any range of societal norms. I heard him like touting Canadian bacon one day, and I was like, "There's something like, awful about the this movie guy. or the actual Both. product." He's like, "It's." It, the movie's amazing, and speaking of amazing, have you tried the food? Canadian John Candy bacon. deserved a better back end of his career. <laughs> That's on uh, Amazon Prime right now. I, I say about it, a, I say about a movie that I've never. I haven't seen Canadian Bacon. I haven't seen Wagons East. But Wagons neither East. Neither of those are well thought of. Wagons East was actually Chris Farley. That wasn't John Candy. No, Wagons East is uh, is you're thinking of uh, Wagons East is John Candy. Oh, the one that, that you're thinking about with Chris Farley, I don't know. It had Chris Farley and uh, uh, what's his name from Friends? Chandler. You know. Yeah, that, that guy. guy. That guy. Yeah, that guy. I, I enjoy him. I, I Matthew Perry was in the one with Chris Farley. That wasn't Wagons East? What was that one? No. Uh, that was about I'm trying, like I'm looking uh, up Chris Farley's. Lewis and Clark, right? They were There was Lewis and Clark, and then they were the... the uh, it was about Lewis and Clark. <laughs> no, it wasn't Lois and Clark. What? I do remember that say? show. They were like a different team that went out at the same time as Lewis and Clark. You said Wagons East. Wagons East is definitely John Candy. Okay, well, uh, I'm I don't remember if I saw that here. one. Then. Where do we got? Dirty Work, Almost. almost. Was it Almost Heroes? That sounds right. Yeah, it was Almost Heroes. Yeah. It's a, not a great title. They had a Chicago way character but in even there. Even that Wagons East and Almost Heroes, neither of those are particularly well thought of. Yeah, yeah. Turns out, big fat guys in westerns, not as funny as you'd think. Hmm. Do I have anything <laughs> to counter that? Not off the top of my dome, but yep, might get there. No. Um, yeah, John Candy and Chris Farley. Chris Farley is a good fit in a very particular type of movie, or maybe it's just that he he just needed David Spade. Well. Uh, Maybe he just needs to be in a position where he can be childlike, too. Like, even... Did you ever see Beverly Hills Ninja? No. No. Not no, a great movie, but he's likable in it. Chris Rock's in it. Yeah. He uh, Chris Rock's like, I want to be a ninja, too. And he tells him to chase a chicken, like in Rocky, so he's chasing a chicken the whole movie. <laughs> that <laughs> that's, all, a- that's pretty much all I remember <clears throat> about that movie. There was a... 
that blonde lady that was in uh, uh, that housewife show, Nicolette Sheridan, I think that was her oh, name. Oh, okay. She was in it, and I don't remember much else. Ninja pajamas. You know what? While we're here, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there. I took a I took a '90s detour this week. Okay. I watched a what what is thought of. I don't know if underrated. I don't think it's a good movie, but it's a movie that's got a lot on the ball. It's thought of as a movie that is aged very good and was a colossal flop at the time. Do you want to know what I watched? Yes, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to guess, but I can't think of it. I watched. The Last Action Hero. Oh, yeah. I think I've got that on... Uh, it's on, I want to say, DVD, and it came packaged to look like an, a, a banged-up rental copy of it, a VHS okay. copy. It's kind of a, okay. a cool marketing thing, actually. All the parody stuff in it, the, the, where it's parodying action movies, mm-hmm. there's a lot of it that is really, really funny and like really clever. I just don't think it's a good movie. Yeah, it's not great, but there's some fun stuff. And in it, it makes the mistake. I had fun watching it we, we, when I was Travis, a kid anyway. We've talked about this. Making a like 15-year-old boy a big, like asking a 15-year-old kid <laughs> to shoulder a lot of the weight of the movie, it's not a good idea. I remember God bless the, the La Brea Tar movie. Pits. I, yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. They Didn't they drop like a mob boss's body into the little bread or explode. something yeah it was a mob boss that was known for being farty yes but the the good gag in that is he comes out and he's covered in the tar and the kids try and talk to him and he goes over to like a paper towel dispenser mm-hmm. and grabs like three towels and it cuts over and he goes to wipe his face and it cuts back to the kid and when it cuts back to short ticker like most of his face is completely clean <laughs> and then like his daughter drives up in her big dumb truck and as she goes like, Dad, I brought you some new clothes. And he goes, and there's like just a, a little bit of black like splotch on his shirt. And he's like completely clean other than that. <laughs> I, I do remember seeing that as a kid and being really into his daughter. She was in uh, Billy Madison. She was, uh, I, I, think, I think she now, was a. She was also in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Was she? She was, I want to say, Michelle Sarah Michelle Geller's older sister in that movie. No kidding. I cannot remember her name off the top of my head. Wait, did Sarah Michelle Geller survive? No, no. Sarah Michelle Geller didn't survive, I know. What you, no. Were you, I thought you said two. No. No? I never said two. I. You assumed I said two. I don't two. know. You're in a haze. <laughs> I did. I, I know, know I didn't say two. I'm also trying to look up Last Action Hero so I could look up that... Uh, that woman's name. Uh, she is... You want to know a funny one? that I saw the um, the credit go past that Art Carney was in it. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Art Carney from the Star Wars Holiday Special? Yes, that Art Carney. Okay. It was... It, Art a, Carney. You probably would not recognize him, but it was, you know, it was a funny moment. Wow, how come I am not... Wasn't there like an animated cat, like like yeah, scat cat in there That's a too? funny part of it. <laughs> The person who did the voice of that is not credited. It's Danny DeVito as oh, the nice. the cop cat. Danny DeVito of Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you find her name is yet? It Bridget Wilson? Bridget Wilson, that's it. Yeah, she yeah. was... Oh, she, she was, was like, in Mortal Kombat. Yes, she was. Yeah, she, she was, was Sonya Sonya Blade, Blade, right? Yeah. yeah. Bridget Wilson was, in the 90s, they are like... What if we? What if we had another Drew Barrymore? She was a little bit. I was just just about to say. What if we wanted Drew Barrymore, but we didn't want the drug problems that she had at that time? What if we want Drew Barrymore, but 
we don't feel like paying for Drew Barrymore. That's true too. <laughs> but so two two very interesting castings in that movie is again Danny DeVito is the because the gag in it is that they have it every day at the police department they're having the the mismatches where it's like Detective McHot, you're with. Dumpus, and it's you know it's a fat, gross guy and a right. hot woman, and you know I was like, the, the one was with a rabbi cop, but then it's like, Jabronski, you're with Doctor, you know, with Detective Claus, and it's a you know like, how you doing, toots, pat on the butt, and it's Danny DeVito doing the voice, but then the other one, do you remember at the end when Death comes into it? Not really. Seventh Seal, Death comes out of the, or Seventh Sign. Yeah, seventh seventh seal. Duh. I always get that bad. So at I the end remember. of it, he's shot. Yeah. And like the ticket's still going crazy. So actual like Grim Reaper death comes out of the movie screen and is walking the streets of New York. Okay, yeah, to. I do remember that. Do you remember who death was? No. Sir Ian McKellen. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was the part that I was like, how did they get this? That that's. Crazy. I mean, this is. I think Ian McKellen didn't really hit my radar till he was Magneto, but uh, I think I remember him. He was in a movie called Apt Pupil in the early nineties. I where remember he was, that title. He was I never saw a. That movie. Uh, I think he was a a Nazi that had been like undercover or like he'd been hiding out. Yeah, and this kid discovered that he. I don't was doubt a no- for a moment that, that Ian McKellen had had a long, you know. Uh, a long cinematic history. It's just that I still would have thought that Ian McKellen would have been better than this bit part in, you know, uh, Schwarzenegger actually. Charles Dance is great in it. Schwarzenegger's even pretty good in it. Yeah. Like the way they characterize him, you know, number one, parodying his movies, but then getting into the real world and realizing all these little things that never happen in his cheesy, like he's at the kid's house and his mom's listening to classical music. And he's like, I've never, I've never heard this before. I think I like it. But it's, it's just the idea of classical music does not exist in his universe. Because everything was slightly askew, kind of like mine right now. <gasps> slightly askew. Are you in The Last Action Hero slightly right now? Slightly askew. I'm writing that down. But it's, slightly askew. You know, the parody stuff is pretty good. There's some good gags in it. Uh, stylistically, there's some good stuff. Charles Dance, the whole gag with that his his eye, you know, he's got that crazy false eye is really cool. Mm-hmm. So... Here's an interesting, speaking of interesting castings. Oh. So I was watching the episode today where uh, George and, uh, this is of Seinfeld, George and Jerry <laughs> are pitching their series to the president of NBC and they go over to his house and his 15-year-old daughter comes home and, and she's getting something out of her book bag and George gets caught staring at the sun. Remember that one? Looking at cleavage is like staring at the sun. You just uh, yeah, take a glimpse and then you look away. One, it's too yeah. dangerous. The daughter is played by Denise Richards. Is it? Yeah. I was like, oh, oh I yeah. do not remember that. Denise Richards was... It? Like, the 90s had a lot of really weird blips of, you know, Matthew Lillard, Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been following... Uh, I've Denise been... Richards played a scientist on a James Bond yes. movie. She was... Was she Christmas Jones? Christmas Jones. Yeah, that was... Christmas very, comes once a, a year. A very low point for the Bond franchise. <laughs> a this is a, a franchise that had the character Pussy Galore, and somehow Christmas Jones is even dumber than that. That was 
not Die Another Day. Die Another Day had uh, the world is not enough. Is that the it's one the world is not enough? Yes. They, uh, I get those two. Those two confused. Like the names are just so. Uh, There's another lady in it called named Sophie Marceau, I believe. It, yes. And, yeah, and she yeah. was actually really. She's good. actually good. I love. Yeah. Her. Also, yeah. Spoiler alert: She's the villain. You know, God love you, Denise Nick Richards. You, you just about said Denise Nipple. God love you, Denise Nipples. <laughs> Sorry, I had a friend named Denise Nipples in high school. She she went through hell with that name. Oh, I think we're Facebook friends. <laughs> oh, you've seen the nipples then. Well, is that... Yeah. You're throwing a Toll House cookie <laughs> joke there. No, um... No, I just... I, I, I've, I've been following a Twitter account that shows... Uh, it has photos from, like, 90s premieres, and they're all... They're all so like like running things is uh, Quentin Tarantino is shows up to everything and it looks like he had to run to a store he had to run through a store and whatever clothes he could hit while he's going through the store is what he wore to the premiere. Uh, what a weirdo that guy is. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. You should you should see him showing up. But there was one for a premiere that Freddie Prince Jr. was at and he had like just needle. Needle hair with frosted tips is like, ooh, yeah, oh, buddy, <laughs> all right. Uh, the nineties was the nineties was an interesting time. Some Fred Durst hair. Oh, it was. It looked like a it looked like a Christmas tree. It was bad news bears. <laughs> so, I mean, that's my take on Last Action Hero. Give it a shot one day if you want to. Speaking you, of, you too can be a Last Action Hero. Speaking of nothing that I was just talking about, did you get your? Uh, did you get Dallas yet? Yes, I did. I just haven't had time to read it, but yeah, I did okay. get it. It showed. It shit. actually showed up on Sunday. Yeah? Yeah. It turns out you get Amazon on Sunday now, now that the post office isn't delivering it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was I was looking online the other day and saw an offer on... Uh, it is, it's Pandemonium Hotel, I believe, is the third volume. And it came with a crazy big uh, Space Boy oh, really? statue. I'm, I'm making it like, I'm not kidding. It was about this big. It's about not like out yet foot. though, right? Or is it out? I still am pretty sure. It's, I looked at the cover. It had a Mike Mignola cover, variant cover. And I'm hmm. really pretty sure I've seen that cover before. Well, if it's out, I better get it so I can, so I can get caught up for my panel. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, oh, is, is it out for purchase now? No, this was a pre-order thing. It was oh, okay. A, it was a $300 pre-order for, Ooh, for that volume. All right. Well, I think I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Be, uh, unless I'll you want, do respect. Unless you want like a three foot space boy. Not particularly. No. 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 It was really cool looking though. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was cool. I just don't know where I'd put it. Well, My desk is full. We'll have to wait for next <laughs> week for you to give her your review on that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll then, get to reading it. You got your panel coming up on the, is, your, is it the 18th, 19th? The 19th and 20th. Uh, the We'll talk about it now. Fanex on... The nineteenth, which is Friday, I've got. They just added one. It's going to be at two thirty. Wait, you've got another panel? Yeah, and this is not in a panel room. This is more kind of in like the main uh, vendor area. They've really? got a stage, I guess, and they're going to do some panels there. And one of them we're going to do is. I know where that's at. Is the a Monty Python panel? It's one that I proposed. Oh, okay. Because they they got John Cleese coming, so they decided to do my panel. It's uh, Monty Python at fifty. 
and it should be fun. I mean, it's only going to be like this one's only going to be a half hour long. Okay, which is fine. I mean, thirty minutes is better Mr. than Cleese zero stopping minutes. by. I imagine. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm You'll sure. You'll have to show up to find out. I bet there's some, be somebody dressed as a John Cleese character Man. for Monty Python. Man. Oh, and then uh, that that's at two thirty to three. You're gonna be a real, um, busy, be a real busy burrito. Yeah, it should be fun. And then at six o'clock, I've got the supernatural panel. Yeah. And then the next day, Saturday at eight o'clock, is the Umbrella Academy panel. And I don't know the rooms. You'll just have to download the FanX app and <laughs> okay. rate all of my things five stars. How you feeling? How you feeling content wise on all those? You feeling strong? Uh, yeah, I, I mean the, the Monty Python one, it's going to be 30 minutes long and so that'll, how many people are on that with four? you? Four. There's only four of us. Well, that'll Thank be goodness, easy to but, fill a half hour. Oh yeah, for sure. The Umbrella Academy, I'm actually moderating, so I'm trying to figure out exactly how much I want to be comics based, how much I want to be uh, series based, because I'm assuming well, you're, a, you're an expert now. I'm assuming that most people know it from the series, yeah, or at least jumped on from the series. Well, I, I've I've uh, followed it a little bit here and there, like forum type stuff, or you know, Facebook posts and things right. like that. And you, you know, most of the posts that I see, I, I I'll look at the comments and see how long I get till somebody's just like, oh, this is just like ripping off the X Men. Like, well, I mean. Okay, I mean, sure. in as much as a school, like, you could say <laughs> Harry Potter was ripping off X-Men in its own way, but right. X-Men is kind of a hundred million things at this point, so. The the trickiest thing, I, I think, is not going to be filling the content. It's the people that are on the panel, they're all really knowledgeable about, about what they're talking about. It's going to be reining people in <laughs> so, oh, they don't, okay. so they don't go for five minutes, you know what I mean? Because okay. they, they all know what they're talking about, and that's not an issue that I'm worried about. It's, it's just making sure that it has a flow Keeping to people. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it should be fun. I don't know much about how pan, you know, panels run. Do you, do you chat with these people? Do they know kind of what's going on? Well, you just kind of go to yeah, the panel. Yeah. I've we're sent out, talk about it. I sent out, uh, I formed a secret group Oh. for the panelists on Facebook. And I've been uh, talking to Something a few of, of them an on umbrella there. Academy Academy. That's right. We're secret. I'm number one. <laughs> Anyway, but it should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to doing that. So, Ooh. I'm hoping uh, it would be nice if I'd get to see at least that one. So can I we'll tell see you what happens? Can I tell you about what I did this past weekend? I would. I I can't. I can't think of anything less. Please. Besides stand up comedy, of course. Then I got to hang out with Taylor Tomlinson. How's Taylor she's, doing these days? She's so funny, man. Yeah. She's 24 years old, and she's way funnier than 99 percent of other comics. It's kind of weird. So what'd you what you two do? Oh, we just not much. Just hung out in the green room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just talked to her for a little bit. She's the future of comedy, though, guys. Oh, so okay. yeah, check out her. She's got the. I think it's one of the. Th- might be one of the fifteen-minute specials on Netflix. The there's comedians the, of the there's the world comedian. One? No, no, it's not that one. It's the stand-ups. I think. Or no, the stand-ups was thirty minutes. I can't remember which one it is. Just search Taylor Tomlinson. <clears throat> that comedians of the world one kind of blew its wide. Like there's a there's lot too of much on, on there. That, yeah, it? there's way too much on there. <sighs> but hers hers is really good. Uh, yeah, she's the future of comedy. Check her out. But but this weekend I got to watch WrestleMania. Yes, you did. And it was 
pretty awesome, I got to say, actually. It pretty much gave the fans exactly what they wanted. I was listening to a program today where they were kind of talking about that, you know, for fans, I don't, I'm not going to tell you how to feel or not, Trav. <laughs> for some fans, they were saying it felt like maybe the last few years had been a little lackluster. And I think they, they were talking lines of every... Every five or so years, it feels like, well, the storylines have kind of gone stagnant. So a, a WrestleMania every once in a while just becomes like, don't do not do any twists. Just give everybody what they want. Right. And, and that's, that's what this year was. That's pretty much what it was. Like, all of the big matches that people wanted. That everybody, I'm not going to say everybody, but a lot of people, including myself, just go away Brock Lesnar. And <laughs> that's kind of what happened. The He came out. Uh, he beat up Seth Rollins before the bell rang was beating him up. Then they rang the bell. Seth Rollins got a couple quick moves in, won the title real fast. First match of the night, got it over with. Hulk Hogan showed up. He was hulking uh, out. They, I heard that they backdoor got him back in the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's been apologizing for things and trying to, to make amends with the people that he needs to make amends with. So <laughs> that's good. And then... Uh, Kofi Kingston won. People were pretty happy about Kofi, yeah. And Becky Lynch won. Becky Lynch won. Uh, the, maybe the, the closest thing to negative I heard about it was that uh, Rousey botched the pin a little bit. Eh, it's pro but wrestling. That's, you know. I mean, if, if that's where your uh, disbelief comes in, where you, the suspension of disbelief, that the shoulders weren't 100% down, okay, then you probably need a new hobby. Because... <laughs> Like, like, like if you, I didn't if even you hear see, that. Like I said, I didn't hear that as is a particular negative as anything other than like uh, Rousey's. If you see somebody, there was like getting, some debate back and forth of whether that was part of the plot, whether she did it on purpose, no, or it, on accident. No, but, it was just a poor. It was a roll up, yeah. and the last. It was just the first one. You know, the one count. Yeah, the shoulders weren't quite all the way down yet. Yeah, the two and three count, they were down. Whatever. That's where the match was supposed to end. They were saying, like, if if they feel like it, that can be, you know, a further plot line. But I think she's going away for a while. Like, maybe for a long time. Or just what, a way she what I understand, try. she wants to start a family, yeah. so... Be a way she could re-enter if she wanted. Yeah. I, would, I don't think they even need to bring that up, honestly. Like, if she goes away for a year and comes back, she'll be popular again. Yeah. Fans will be super happy to see her, so I don't think that's a big deal. But if that, like, if you see somebody get suplexed off of a scaffold 20 feet down onto a platform and get up and walk away, and you're fine with that, but the shoulders were a little bit messed up on the pin, <laughs> all right, pro wrestling fans, don't, be, don't become Star Wars fans, all right? Uh, pro wrestling fans out there, you have been taken to task. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it was pretty much everything the fans wanted. Batista lost to Triple H, but turns out he retired the next day. So, Batista or Triple H? <clears throat> Batista and he's Kurt not Angle lost. Stay retired, is he? Uh, he said, "Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he is. I think he's done. I think he wanted to come back for one more match. I guess. I, I thought he was going to come back for maybe a series of like matches at big pay per views. Particularly but old, is he? He's like 51, 52. Batista is? Yeah. He's in his fifties. He's in his early fifties. Yeah. Get the hell out of here! Oh, really? They, for sure. Yeah. Wow. He's in his early 50s. Huh. He's, he's older than The Rock, older than Triple H. That surprises H. me. He, I think he started, honestly, in his mid-30s in pro wrestling. 
But his his first name he looks spectacular for a fifty yeah. year old. Oh yeah, his first name was like the Leviathan or something like. I think it was the Leviathan. I kind of remember that when yeah. he was a an undercard guy. So anyway, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the the night before WrestleMania, the Hall of Fame happened. That's where you got uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake into the Hall of Fame, and also there was a there was a bit of a kerfuffle incident. Yeah, some dude, some dude wearing fake, uh, fake dreadlocks. Gear. Yeah, ran into the ring and tackled Bret Hart, who, by the way, has survived cancer and a stroke or two. Yeah. And yeah, I was listening to that. They said like, dude, that's not, that's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the line that I, I got a giggle, I was, they said like, you know, they're like, he didn't, he didn't come to wrestle. Now, once he tackled that guy, a bunch of guys that we had come right. to wrestle found him. And I'll give, I'll give a lot of credit to Ronda Rousey's husband, Travis Brown, who's an MMA fighter. He was one that was on top of him, pummeling the guy's face. That guy got beaten and then Davy Davy Boy Smith Jr. David Hart Smith, he got a he got some good shots in there. He's Bret Hart's nephew, of course, and he got some good shots in. And then as they're walking him away, uh, there's a there's a wrestler. He's in uh, a tag team, and uh, his name is Dash Wilder, and he's just kind of got one arm around the guy's arm, like he's walking, and he just kind of really fast just swings across his body and gets the guy right in the face and the guy just drops i and i, I saw like, an after photo all of that right guy. that guy got beaten so bad i think he only got half of what he should have gotten to be honest he got beaten so badly if you run in the ring like that just like if you run on the field in at an at nfl game or nba game or anything you should get your butt pummeled that's just my opinion where's the putt where's the if, if you run on stage while the comedian's on stage, I think that's like. Do you, you ever had anyone run on stage when you've been on stage? No. Have you? you I have to. I've seen, seen clips it. on YouTube oh, of. Okay. I've never seen it live. Actually, there was one dude. He was on. I don't know. He was on a few things, and he just stood up on the table in the front row, just arms out, just going oh. And it took like four people to haul him out because his muscles were basically like stone. He was hitting Super Saiyan. He wasn't like attacking anybody or anything like that, but he was, yeah, I don't know what was going. He he was feeling the power of Grayskull or something. People are weird. (laughs) You know, I said that and I'm thinking, I'm kind of surprised. Like you've been doing this for a while. Like not seeing a single comic get rushed is impressive. If I see somebody rush the stage, I don't care if it's some if it's a comic I don't even like. Somebody's getting smashed. Like I, you know, it's bad. Don't do it. But <laughs> you know, I, I'm not gonna stand for it. And if I'm the one on stage, <laughs> look out. <laughs> yeah. My foot's coming up faster than you can get up there. All y'all out there, you've been forewarned. You know when Hulk Hogan brings up the big boot. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, and then I'll leg drop you. You're gonna finish him with a leg drop. Heck yeah! The most dynamic finishing move in all of wrestling is just I'll do basically all, putting one leg in the air and falling on. Somebody. I'll do everybody's finishing moves on you. I'll give you the five knuckle shuffle, the people's elbow, is, put you in the sharpshooter. Travis, is there someone whose move is called the five knuckle shuffle? Yeah, John Cena. He does the you can't see me, and then he just like kind of jumps down and punches John him. John Cena's finishing move is a euphemism for masturbation. 
Whoa, I've never heard that before. You're not aware of that? No. Yeah, like a euphemism for I think for I've heard everyone but that one. Doing the five knuckle shuffle. Never heard of it. Well, you, you've been <laughs> you've you've been exposed to a new side of uh, John Cena. Wow. Some would say you couldn't see it. He came back as uh, the the doctor of thugonomics. Yeah. Yeah. And did his old oh, school. He came back and did that? Yeah. At WrestleMania. <laughs> Boy, they must had, have really been in like, we need to we need to make fans happy. He had <laughs> a chain on and everything. Weird thing. The weirdest thing is The Undertaker didn't show up at WrestleMania, but he showed up at Raw the next night. I hear he's coming to the, he's going to be showing up for the, um, is it Dubai that they're doing the shows in? Uh, it's Saudi Arabia. They might be doing one in Dubai. I mean, it, Dubai... Dubai has lots of money and like I can't they, whatever whatever they brought in Tracy Morgan right after he was here yeah. a few years ago he's like I got to wherever that is cuz he's like I got to work out my clean sex I'm going to Dubai and then he did nothing <laughs> clean I was watching Equalizer 2 and boy I I think I think this I could be horribly wrong I was thinking about Denzel and I was thinking about Tracy Morgan I'm like those two I think maybe have the same Cadence, just in a completely different pitch. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get pregnant. Oh, like that the, was that was. Like there's a Den- I think Denzel that was Morgan like, Freeman. I wish you had more time. I wish Tracy, you had more time. Where Tracy, I wish you had more time. Somebody's gonna get pregnant. Tracy Morgan. That's not a very good Tracy Morgan. I'm, no, I have, no, neither of mine were good. I have done a decent Tracy Morgan in the past, but I, I can't find it right now. Neither of mine were good, but I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I think they, I think they, they again, same cadence, completely different pitch. <laughs> but a, a, to close the circle comedy, on... Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's what he told me. I was like, hey man, thanks for all the like advice and stuff you've been giving me. I, I spent three days with him. I was like, it's been great, dude. Like, just picking your brain is amazing. And we're in the middle of the showroom. His openers are on stage. And he goes, I'm your comedy Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> really loud. And people, like, turn around like, what is going on? <laughs> Must have been a nice moment for you. Yeah, he, like, gave me a hug. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What a guy. He was actually a great guy. I love Tracy Morgan. He, I'll fight anybody that talks crap on Tracy interviews Morgan. Interviews that I've seen with him, he seems surreal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He definitely has a serious side. But that's be- because those... he's Tracy Morgan, you're like, are you messing with me right now? Yeah, there <laughs> there are there are actors and comedians that I get I get up in my head of like these are people who have relationships, these are people right. who have family, and I think about how do they how do they get to ser- how does someone like Tracy Morgan stop with, you know, whomever is special and go like I need. I can't do it. Like, but he's just basically just, say, I need to be serious for a minute. He's naturally funny, like yeah. funny to the bone. Yeah. So it's an interesting. He thing. he has a way of like you know a guy like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is a. I went and saw him when he did a, was it Kingsbury Hall I think or a Bravenel Hall. Yeah. And he do, he doesn't really need to be telling a joke. He when he speaks, it comes out of his mouth funny. Right. Uh, they, there was video of he went to some sort of uh, local, local like political hearing type thing, and stood up and talked. And you could hear people kind of he was just being very serious about right. this thing that he was passionate about. And people are kind of chuckling. It's like Dave Chappelle when he talks, like just his voice feels right. like a joke. Yeah, you know, and not to denigrate him at all. He's 
cool I guy. Guess Same thing the, with Tracy Morgan, cool guy. That's the difference between being yourself on stage and being a character on stage, I guess. Because Gilbert Gottfried, for example, off stage definitely in there. Is you know. he's a one eighty from what he is on stage. On stage, he's very loud and he, he's shouty. And off stage, he's just like, "Oh, thanks, man. Thank, I appreciate that." You know, huh. <laughs> very subdued and Meek quiet, almost. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, very nice. But on stage, man, look out! Well, that's what he got famous for. He yeah, for sure. Was all the way. Bob Goldthwait would probably be doing that, except for he figured out he's really good at directing. <laughs> Good old Bobcat. It's it, it's always funny listening to him and he'll talk and then he'll 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 very briefly uh, he'll fall and just like oh people want him to do that uh, just for a minute it's like, man. Before we get off of the the wrestling stuff, can we talk a couple more Batista things? I'd rather we didn't. Oh, too bad. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw the trailer for Stuber. That's the oh yeah. That's the one with Batista and Kumail. Kumail on Johnny. Yeah. How does it look? It looks the trailer looks really funny actually. Yeah. It's like uh, there's one scene where uh, Kumail picks up a, a phone. They're like in some warehouse thing, and he picks up the phone. He's like, nine one one, come help us! Somebody's trying to kill us!" And then there's a delay, and it plays over the warehouse. Nine one one, so come help us! Somebody's trying to kill us. It's like a intercom system. Oh, he <laughs> he wasn't talking on the phone. No, it was an intercom system, uh, which which was funny. I'd never seen that in a movie before, but that looks like a lot of fun. And then. Also, Batista is going to be in something that Zack Snyder's doing for Netflix called Army of the Dead. Yeah, I, saw I think that. it's a series. And what the, I guess there's a zombie apocalypse. What? And he is a, like an elite, like SEAL Team 6 type of combat veteran. And him and a bunch of buddies are going to go to uh, Las Vegas and get all the money from a casino that is surrounded by zombies. So it's a zombie heist? Okay. It's a zombie heist. Okay. It sounds fun. I'll, I'll give I'm you a chance. I'm on board. Heck Snyder. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's just producing. I don't know if he's directing or, yeah. or what's going on. Maybe he's I, just... I like Dave Batista, so I'm certainly right. willing to give it a look, looky-loo But a that. zombie heist could be Zombie fun. heist does sound... Because you don't care if a zombie gets shot. You know what I mean? I kind of... It's it's supposed to be really bad. I kind of want to see the hurricane heist. I have no access to it, and I'm not going to go looking for it. <laughs> it's got to be on like Prime or something like that. Uh, you'd think. I don't know. And one more, one more Kumail thing. Since we brought up Kumail, oh, I thought you were going to say one more hurricane heist thing. I was really <laughs> no. getting hyped. <laughs> Who's in hurricane heist? Nobody. 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 I, I thought Matt Walsh is in it. Isn't Matt I, Walsh in it? Don't or is know. that a different one? I don't know if I, I know saw who him that at is. Disneyland once. Who's Matt Walsh? Uh, he's in like everything. He's he's kind of redheaded. He's a little bit balding on top. If you looked him up, if you look, this him, isn't look the, him up. This isn't the, the. He he's a character actor, but I think he was an improver before that. This isn't the guy that's in Upright Citizens Brigade, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I know. I don't think he's in that, but I, you know, I'm gonna look up Hurricane Heist. He's we'll in see. one of those weather-related movies. Are you thinking of uh, Geostorm? Probably, yeah. But I, I did see one. him at Disneyland once. That he's a pretty cool, pretty funny guy. I saw Dax Shepard at Disneyland too. Did you see famous people? Did you? Yeah. No, I don't talk to him. Was he here with? with uh... If I knew them, if I knew, if I saw a comic that I knew, I would go say hi. But yeah, if I don't know who, you know, they don't know me. I'm not gonna be weird about it. That would be weird. I think. Apparently, my parents saw. Uh, 
Brian Posehn at Disneyland. <laughs> I, I would have said hi to him because I've met him uh, a few times. But. I have been accused of looking Brian Posehn-ish. Uh, no. No. I mean, you have a glasses and a bald head and a beard, and that's where, <laughs> that's where the similarities stop. <laughs> Thanks. You do not look anything like I Brian Posehn. I take it Posehn. in that like Brian Posehn is incredibly funny. Yeah, he is really funny. Like, uh, his stuff is a lot of, like, dick jokes and fart jokes. Yeah. But, man, that makes me... He makes me that giggle was, so much. Cindy and I got kind of uh, waylaid at a auto dealership a weekend. Oh, yeah. And episodes of Friends were on, which uh, I'm not a fan of. But I love Friends. But a very young Brian Posehn showed up in an episode. <laughs> and I got a kick out of that. So while you're looking... What are oh, you no, looking I've up? got the cast of the Hurricane Heist. Okay, hang on. I'm going to bring this up so we can close the door on Kumail Nanjiani, okay? He Don't is close the door on Kumail. I love Kumail. Not forever, just for this episode. Oh, okay. Or just for this discussion. He is apparently going to be in The Eternals with Angelina Jolie. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so hmm. that... I think that's a... He's blowing up, man. I think that might be a Neil Gaiman thing. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, I was seeing some stuff on that. I'm like, oh, okay. It's Marvel, though, isn't it? Yeah. The Eternals? Yeah. yeah. But that guy is like in everything now. Did you ever see The Big Sick? I have not. That's another one I have access to. That It's on Prime. Yeah, I mean, it's on the Voodoo It's server, really good. I, Ray Romano's excellent in it. Holly yeah, Hunter's really good I've heard nothing but good things about it. And I, yeah. I, I have maybe seven or eight movies that I have access to, and I'll thumb across it and look at it and go like, I want to have seen that movie, but for some reason right now I don't feel like watching it. Uh, yeah, Ge- I'm, Geostorm I'm like is one of those. Yeah. I want to see how dumb Geostorm is, and I'll like hover over it and I'll go like, no, it's not time yet. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of movies like that where I'm like, the I've never seen that. I should watch also, it. Also, maybe I should categorize. I do not believe The Big Sick is the same quality level as Geostorm. <laughs> no, probably not. Geostorm <laughs> no, Big is Sick an is... epic. It, Geostorm is basically like... Been her of our time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but the big sick is something I want to watch. Anyway, you were trying. Is that to, rain? That is that is rain. Yes. Can you guys hear the rain? Listen to the it's rhythm nice, of uh, the fall and rain. Going to be a nice, like, relaxing episode. Yeah. Alexa, turn on rain sounds. Nope. <laughs> Turned them off. Oh, so you were going to tell me closing the door on was uh, the closing the door on Kamel was that he's going to be in the the Eternals. The Eternals. That's yep. right. Okay. With and Helena Jolie. Once I found out it was a Neil Gaiman thing, it made sense. Like, oh, I hadn't heard about it because it's probably, it's probably very good. But I Neil Gaiman has been a very blind spot for me. Of just, I know he's this guy who tends to write more thoughtful kind of comic book fare. Right. He's one of those legendary guys you hear a lot about. <laughs> like all, all his Sandman stuff and mm-hmm. things like that. I just never really got into it, and now, now I'm like I should have because he seems way. You know, I'm. Still being the slowest person in the world trying to read through good Well, I mean, maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Maybe when we first started hearing about him in our early 20s, we wouldn't have gotten it. And now we're in our early 40s, 20 years later, maybe it would click. You know, it has been fun with things like, uh, you know, Umbrella Academy, which I had read, but I had completely forgotten. And Legion, which I had never read that, you know, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm at least being surprised by some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like now, I want to go back and read Legion and see how close it was. Travis, how far into the Hurricane Heist cast do you think you'll get before you recognize someone? <clears throat> before I recognize, like I won't even recognize the first name. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, I, I, I feel like you're gonna recognize first names because you know those are common things. 
I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it doesn't have as many stars as a sh- Sharknado movie. So, what what, uh, what movies do you know of from Toby Kebbell? Toby Kebbell? K-E-B-B-E-L-L. I don't know. Is that the guy that is in the Saw movies? <laughs> Search me. Maggie okay. Grace? Maggie Grace, I know. Yeah, I Where's remember Maggie Grace. Uh, she was from Lost, I believe. I'm I'm pretty sure she was on Lost. She was the the blonde nanny that. Yep, she was. Yeah, yeah. Well, you beat not the, Claire. It, it was not Claire. It was a different one. You beat the clock. Yes. You got the second one. We got a yes. Ryan Quanton. No. Ralph Innocent. No. That name sounds familiar. Melissa Bologna. Melissa Bologna. Melissa Bologna. That sounds like I don't know. I I, I know Melissa Benoist who is uh. Supergirl, but not a Melissa Bologna. Ben Cross? Ben Cross sounds familiar. Jamie Andrew Cutler? No. Christian Con- Contreras? No. Contreras, excuse me. Oh, yeah, then. Then uh, I definitely know who it is. Jimmy Walker, but I can't imagine it's that Jimmy Walker. I know, might. <laughs> Jimmy gonna... Walker will not say dynamite. I've, I've heard no, I... countless stories about people who say he will not say it. But he'll, no, I, uh, he'll sell t-shirts that say it. Not him, but um, <laughs> not Emmanuel Lewis. Who's the other guy? Not Emmanuel Lewis, but the other guy. Who's in... Uh, uh, I know here. The uh, Different Strokes? Yeah. Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. I was at E3 one year with a couple of friends of mine, and <laughs> we ran into Gary Coleman, and one of my friends tried to get him to say, what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? He was not happy about that. Man, if you're if you're a Gary Coleman type, and that's what you're famous for, just go with it. You know, I never and, led that life. You know what? You would have walked away from that going, or going, wow, Gary Coleman was a really cool dude. And then somebody else says, oh, my friend said Gary Coleman's really cool. Um, but instead, you're like, wow, Gary Coleman's a dude. It was... Uh, right? I, I, You know, I don't know. What kind I, of ripples do you want to make? What kind of ripples? T- turd ripples? Well, when you become or famous happy face for, ripples. When you become famous for saying something when you're like 15. Go with it. And then when you're in like your mid-30s and people are still hounding you about that, maybe you're like, oh, man, I can't... Do you want to be the band that... Also, never wants to play that song, or do you want to be like the Rolling Stones, who are like, let's figure out a new way to play those songs that everybody wants to hear. I bet he was not making. I bet he was not making a good living based on people trying to get him to say what you're talking about, Willis. Well, I don't know. Maybe if he had a better attitude about it, he would have been able to capitalize on it. Maybe he could have sold T-shirts or done photo ops. You know what I mean? There, you can make a living doing cons and stuff like that there's one every week somewhere you can make a living doing it selling merch you know 25 bucks for an autograph 50 bucks if you want me to say what you're talking about willis on your phone all i'm saying is it sounds easy to us but we don't live every day of it it was like uh thomas wilson i had heard him on uh i you know he He's famous for all that stuff about that, you know, right, please stop asking me the questions and right, things like that. Right, right. I think I He's heard got him, a song about it. Him telling the story of, like, his first convention, and he, I think he said he ran into, he ran into, like, the Leave it to Beaver guy or something like that. And he, <laughs> it was just the thing, like... Jerry Mathers? It, it might, it was someone of Jerry Mathers. Or Tony Dow. It was, it was, <laughs> was someone, it was... Why can I, I remember their two. names? It was, it was someone of that ilk. Okay. And he said he got onto an elevator with a bunch of guys like that. And he was really, it was like his first convention. He was really jazzed. Uh-huh. And he saw one of those, like, 
it was a bunch of guys like that, and they all looked really downtrodden. He was kind of trying to be uppity and mm-hmm. not uppity. He was trying to be upbeat, and like, "Hey guys, guys, how right. you doing today?" and stuff like that. And he said it was someone of the ilk of Jerry Mathers turned and was like, "This is your first convention, isn't it?" He's <laughs> like, "Yeah." What are you talking about? He's like, "He just kind of like <laughs> and walked away." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, it was." It was eye-opening. I mean, Eddie Munster still does it. Just it, it might even have been Eddie Munster. It was be someone better. of that ilk. I think he still dresses up like Eddie Munster. He's like Sven <laughs> Maybe that was just a Simpsons episode, though, yeah. where, where they dressed him up. I have no idea. You know, some people can do it. Some people, you know, I've uh, whenever I hear about conventions where wrestlers show up, mm-hmm. it's usually Jimmy Hart shows up. No one asked him to come. Hulk Hogan came the yeah. first time I went, and Jimmy I, Hart was there. And I saw him there, too. And from what I understood he, is that no one asked Jimmy to show up. He just came. Yeah, well, we got a picture with him. It was like yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah. And we got uh, Barbara Eden in the background. <laughs> so we secretly got an I Dream of Jeannie picture in there, too. Sweet. <laughs> That's the only time I've done... Well, I take it back. We also got Ron Simmons. And he wasn't even in like the he wasn't an official guest. Ron Simmons. Every once in a while, there's there's like tattoo places or something like. He was Farouk. He was a pro wrestler. Oh. He was okay. the first African American uh, heavyweight champion. It, he was at WCW when that happened. Yeah, that was something I heard <clears throat> coming out of WrestleMania too. Is people were saying like they were treating uh, Kofi like their first African American. I don't. Like, I never saw anything from WWE that said he was the first. I don't I follow this stuff close enough to know. I just I, I saw a few things on Twitter. Where, and I'm not saying they didn't, but I never saw it. But I know that there's a lot of like quote unquote journalistic entities well, out there saying he's is, the first. I saw this from Ron Funches, who's a huge WWE fan. And yeah, he was saying something to the effect of like, you know, WWE treating Kofi like he's the first. You know, African American champ, which is great that Kofi's champ is saying like there he are is several people that they're doing a disservice. I will say by. he is the first uh, African American. I think he's African. I think he's from like Senegal or something. So I don't know if he's even. I don't know. I don't know. Pardon anyway, me. right? He's the first uh, WWE heavyweight champion, unless you're going to count the Rock, who's. Half black, half Samoan. Uh, Rock was one that he. But Ron Simmons held the WCW World Heavyweight title. Booker T. I don't think he ever held the WWE Championship. I think he held the um, the WCW title, and then when uh, they were bought by WWF, they just called it the World Heavyweight Title, and I think that's what he held. I don't think he technically ever held the wwe championship so if you want to go into semantics <laughs> he really is the first wwe heavyweight champion that's a hundred percent african-american hmm. so i mean semantics but there are there have been other heavyweight champions that were that were of african descent let's just say that so okay what were we talking about we're talking about wrestling we're talking about uh before Dudes wrestling. that you saw at conventions. Oh, yeah. Ron Simmons. And then they had the Godfather one time. And we didn't go get a picture with him. I didn't have any cash. He only wanted cash. <laughs> I was like, hey, we'll get a picture with you, man. He's like, all right. 40 bucks cash. I was like, I don't have any cash. He's like, oh, so sad. sorry, man. If you find an ATM or something, I'll be here. I was like, all right. Well, good to meet you. Fair enough. Because <laughs> any- I think it was about 40 bucks for Ron Simmons. And that's fine. I don't. 
you know, that that's the deal. I understand yeah, that. Yeah. I just didn't have any cash on me. <laughs> Are there any people that have been at those conventions that you If he was able Papa Shango, I would have gone and found. For sure. Yeah. I love Papa Shango, man. Okay. I love the look of the Papa Shango costume. Not so much a pimp. Uh, uh, is there anyone that has been at any of those cons that you would have liked to have met or get a picture with that you just didn't have a chance? Uh, Jason Momoa. We almost got one with him last time, but he was sold out. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Levi, who's actually coming back this time, but my son Cameron's not going this time, and that's who wanted to get a picture. Uh, my daughter, too, mostly because of uh, when he was in Chuck. She was a fan of his in Chuck. Yeah. Zachary Levi. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. That, that one's 100% me. <laughs> Just to stand next to Kate Beckinsale would have been pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think. I haven't Not been too to many. enough of them to know. Most I was a little bit, I was, I was kind of irked with Fan X when they announced that Mr. T was coming on April Fool's Day. And I know of the ape, the April Fool's meme with Mr. T, and I'm well aware of that. But that I is, thought. There's an April Fool's meme with Mr. T? Yeah, it's like, April Fool's. Oh, okay. It's like, nin, there's okay. Ninja Turtles. Hey, who's the chick? And he goes, it's April Fool's. Oh, okay, so, yeah. So there's memes with Mr. T going around on April Fool's Day. Mr. But T I was thought, one of the original memes. But the, yeah. you know, that's not what we're talking about. Travis. But I thought, what better day to announce that Mr. T is coming than April Fool's Day, you know? And it, I'll do respect to Mr. T, but he seems achievable Yeah. for Fan X. So I thought, sweet. I'm going to get a picture with Mr. T. I've always really liked Mr. I told T. That, my, I told my wife. that I would maybe come across the aisle to pay for it to get a picture I, with Mr. I T. I said, I'm as excited for Mr. T as I was for Weird Al. <laughs> and then I found out Mr. T was fake. That's too bad. And they're not actually bringing him in. And I was pissed. They are bringing John Cleese, which is cool. But I really wanted to meet Mr. T. I think that would have been like... You know, eight-year-old version of me inside somewhere geeking out for sure to meet Mr. T. I would have loved that, but no, they he pulled was, the carpet out from he under. He was me. a really fascinating figure for someone who grew up when we did. Have you ever heard him laugh? I don't know. He, I have to assume because I've I've consumed a lot of Mr. T product over the years. He did bits on Conan. Go to YouTube and look up Mr. T laugh Conan. But he was doing these bits on Conan for like a month, and Conan would make him laugh, and it was the silliest laugh you've ever heard. I assume he it has humanized like a really, him so much. He's just something that makes sound like he he he. No, 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 no. It is like high pitched, giggly. Like if you could hear maybe like a hamster laugh, that's what you'd think it would sound like. All right, I'm, I'm gonna do this against my better judgment. I'm gonna do this. See if you can find it, because Mister. Oh, I got it. Okay, put it up to the to the sound. Put the microphone closer. Listen to that rustling. <laughs> Move it closer. You can see it over here. He was writing some hay right in the tree. Just hit Mr. T right in the face. <laughs> but he, he's got this silly little like giggle. Yeah. And it's it's not what you'd expect from Mr. Yeah. T. As opposed to the week that I I, I uh, heard Seth Rogen on a podcast this week. <laughs> oh. He's, I, he's only like... <laughs> 
I can't. It do is. It. it is not I've done a it subtle before. laugh. It's yeah. It's <laughs> it's definitely a weed smoker's laugh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guess hi, Travis. Who you been spending time with? Well, you spend time with comedians. Comedians, so. <laughs> dude. They all smoke weed, but me. Yeah. It's weird being in a green room when. You're back there with like the greenest of rooms. Oh yeah, like when Ari Shafir was in town, it was all those guys: Ari, Bert, uh, Mark Normand, uh, Steve Ranazizi, and I'm not. There was things being done, <laughs> and Ari, was Ari the five Shafir, knuckle shuffle happening. Ari Shafir is famous for smoking weed, and so is Joey Diaz. Like these people have offered it to me, and I'm like, oh thanks. <laughs> And I know anybody else out there is like, you idiot. It'd be like if, uh, I don't know, who's the most famous pretty woman? Like Margot Robbie walked up and said, hey, big boy, I'm feeling lonely tonight. Hey, big boy, do you want to smoke some weed? (laughs) Or that. And I'd be like, no, thank you. I am the squarest of squares. uh, You'll forgive me, but from experience, the last thing you want is to have that... (laughs) is to cave on that peer pressure and have it go south on you. That's true. Because <laughs> especially from the uninitiated, that can go really badly. Is that really how I want to do it for the first time ever? No. And, yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. No. I will tell you from a level experience, I don't care if anybody knows about this, the paranoia thing is really bad. It's really rough. And can I say something? If you're a kid that's listening to this, and I've told it to my kids, you know what Joey Diaz or Burt Kreischer or uh, Ari Shafir or anybody else that's offered me weed said when I said no thank you? Probably. Okay. Exactly. They're like, all right. Yeah. There's no, there's no, come on, man. All the cool kids are doing it, dude. If you don't do it, you're not cool and you can't hang out. With it was nothing like that. It was just like, all right. Yeah. It's like if I'm eating a chocolate bar and I walked up to somebody and said, Hey, do you want a piece of my chocolate bar? And they're like, no, thanks. And I'd think, cool, more for me. <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't care. It's okay to say no, thank you. No, that's... Yeah, <laughs> you made a Jake Doll good call, Travis. That's right. And I'll continue to make that good call. Good on you. Straight and narrow. Every time. That reefer madness. <laughs> I'm afraid I'll be the guy from reefer madness that goes crazy. <laughs> I don't think that really happens, but it's just... It's, you you'll never just know. Sit in a corner what like, if I'm the one? You'll just be sitting in a corner going, oh my God, is this forever now? What if I turn into a werewolf? <laughs> it could happen. I don't know. Maybe it'll be like Teen Wolf. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be like the thriller video. Do they smoke weed in Teen Wolf? The movie? I don't movies, know. Movies from that era, like they ended up smoking weed most of the time i just didn't know what it was when i was that age that's true we i know probably beer just was, was a big part of team huh? wolf but i have to oh no wait that's right because uh he's looking styles is looking for weed he finds the weed for him because he can smell it ah uh, styles i don't know if rides on the top of a car yes surfing. he does they both do he does a well handstand. i mean one, one of them's a the team wolf does a handstand on the van <laughs> that's a weird movie court mccown's in that movie who dat uh, he's a comic that that came through town a few months ago. Who that? Who in that movie? Uh, I think he's like a bully or something. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He's a high school. I think he's on the basketball team actually. He's not the chubby guy on it, is he? No. Is he the bully? Is he the super mean guy on the team? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie since I was very small. It's a really weird. It was what movie. like eighty four, eighty five. I couldn't even tell you. That was I just think one it of those was VHS. Was it? That we had. Was it after Back to the Future? 
but I think they made it before, but I it came out that after. In, that and uh, High School USA were two movies. That, I think I've, I think High School USA was maybe a TV movie, but those were two, those were two uh, things that I think he might have had in the bank that it had been filmed, and then they just hadn't released them yet, and then... Uh, Back to the Future came out and it was bananas. I want to track down a movie that I vaguely remember called My Science Project. I am aware of that. I don't remember title. much about it except Science Projects came to life for some reason. Like they had some sort of was cosmic it, cube or something. Was it horny? Like mm. Weird Science was? I don't think it was that horny, but I mean, it, there was probably some of that in there that probably went over my head when yeah. I saw it as a yeah. kid. I also want to uh, see uh, The Last Starfighter again. I haven't seen that since I was really... Last Starfighter, not horny, surprisingly. <laughs> I just remember I it was a the, cool movie when I was I a kid. I bet The Last Starfighter aged okay. Hmm, it might. I haven't watched it forever. I'll bet, it's, I bet it turned out fine. Was that a Disney? I can't remember if Unconfirmed. it was a Disney or not. Hey, it's weird. I could almost look that up, couldn't I? It's almost like we have all the answers at our fingertips. Yeah. But sometimes it's okay just to wonder. Do you know what else people wonder about? What's that? I read an article that says Zoe Saldana's mom on the reg confuses her for Tandy Newton. And Zoe Saldana's mom thinks that Zoe Saldana is in Westworld when, in fact, Tandy Newton is in Westworld. Her own mother confuses them. I guess I can get that. And there's like a 15-year difference between the two. So good for you, Tandy Newton. (laughs) (laughs) If you... If you had to guess, the, the IMD suggestions, uh, IMDb suggestions more like this for Last Starfighter, what would be the movie you instantly think of when you think of Last Starfighter? Uh, the Flight of the Navigator. Your head's just not in the right place. Uh, but I get, wh- you know, I get where you're at. Okay. I was, I was already thinking, I always, um, I guess it's more the alien mm-hmm. in it. I always get confused of the the alien in Last Starfighter looks almost exactly like the one in Enemy Mine. I thought you were gonna say Enemy Mine. Yeah, that's what I, that's uh, what I was saying. And I looked down at it and the first thing it's there is Enemy Mine. <laughs> I'm gonna look up Teen Wolf too. I'm not gonna look up Teen Wolf too. I'm going to look up Teen Wolf as well. Teen Wolf as well. That's what they should have called it. If I ever make a sequel, it's gonna be called whatever this was as well. Oh boy, Jason Bateman. Jason is not, Bateman, right? He's not held nearly as accountable for Teen Wolf too as he should be. <laughs> Let's see. So that was '85, wasn't? Wait a minute, wasn't? Uh, so when was Teen Wolf? Wasn't ba- Teen Wolf was '85? Oh, okay. I thought you were Isn't saying Back Teen to Wolf the Future was... also '85. Yeah, it was '85. So you got to think Teen Wolf. Okay, it was, was August twenty third, nineteen eighty five. Well, maybe that's what Michael J. Fox was doing when he wasn't available for the first shoots of Back to the Future, because <laughs> they had to bring him in later and refilm yeah, a bunch future, of stuff. 85. So this was that was August. Yeah, it, they were like just a couple months apart. Yeah, I, I seem to remember that it was really close. Like he put out a bunch. It's like I wonder if they were like, fire. "Hey, we we really want to bring out this Teen Wolf movie <laughs> in January," and like somebody from somebody from you know over there is like, uh, "Why don't you why don't you hold it back just a little bit? We think, <laughs> we think you're going to do better if you wait until the fall." <laughs> Oh, I just hiccuped. I apologize, everybody. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. That was just a okay? weird. It was a weird hiccup. Hey, man. Hey, man. I listened to something really hey, cool man, this nice week. Nice shot, man. What? <laughs> That's why I say, hey, man. Yeah, nice nice shot. shot. What's up, nineties? Um, hey, man. Sorry, I'm done. What's the next line? Nice shot. Nope. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. 
I listened to heard that shot in twenty or shot song in twenty years. It's a it's probably not a good song. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to a really cool podcast this week. I got hit up with this podcast called The Dream. Mm. It is a deep dive on multi-level marketing. It's like ten episodes all about like Is it local here? (laughs) <laughs> it's interesting you mention that. No, is it, it a is KSL? Not, no, it is not local here. I just, okay. I'd been looking on some forums and there was a podcast thread and someone suggested, said, hey, this show or this, this, uh, yeah, this show, The Dream, it's about multi-level marketing, kind of a deep dive on the history and a bunch of information. I'm like, ooh, that sounds, you know, I like a good informational once in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to try that. And man, just hooked me right from the very beginning. Wow. Um, but part of the kind of trivia that comes out of that is, Basically, the multi-level marketing capital of the world that has more of these businesses than anywhere, Utah. Of course. So, re- real good job there, Utah. But, like, look, dude, you know, you ever, you ever have something like a... Because, like, look, Travis, I'm not going to pull the wool over your eyes. I don't know. I was looking for a better thing. You, you feel I the do same like as wool me. over my eyes. You feel yeah. the same as me. You get those Facebook messages. It's like, hey, we haven't talked in a while. How you been? Mm-hmm. By the way, I've got this opportunity, and it's always uncomfortable. There's this weird dude in Utah County that I've never even met before, but every once in a while he'll send me things like that. Or you know, I don't, I don't know your business. Every once in a while, like you know, Penny gets an invite to, you know, make up. She party. sold vitamins for a short time. That that's a that's a very Utah thing. I think yeah. uh, I think uh, good old Orrin Hatch had his fingers in some supplement stuff oh, for I'm a sure. while. Yeah, turned him orange. <laughs> but um, my buddy Orrin Hatch. Yeah. Oh, your buddy? Oh yeah. You and Orrin hanging out? Yeah. I think I've told the story on here before. You? I think you have. I was in line buying uh, WCW Nitro tickets. <laughs> I was wearing a Carl Malone jersey, and simultaneously he had rented. Uh, the what is now known as the Maverick Center to have a uh, some sort of rally for his supporters, and he saw me in line. And he came over and started shaking my hand, and he gave me like a book and all this merch and stuff. And then I ended up hollowing out the book just for fun, like nice, like uh, like you get, like you could you know like break out a Shawshank. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's awesome. So I could hide stuff in it, but I never actually you know put no anything one, in it. And you know no one's going to open that to actually exactly. read any of That's it. Exactly. That's why I was like, this is the perfect book to it's hollow out. It's the perfect crime. Nobody's going to look in here. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad I don't have anything that needs to be hidden. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, it goes into the history of Multilo, like how mm-hmm. these things got started. It mm-hmm. goes into a lot of stories. They, they have a young lady uh, join one and kind of go through the process of it. They have a lot of they have an episode that's all just people calling in telling their stories about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> have a lot of stuff about how deeply, like how like the hooks of multi-level marketing are into politics and like our you know, presidents, several of our presidents. Hmm. Um, you know, I thought. It, it just really hooked me. I, I listened to all 10 of them in like a day and a half of just working and stuff. So, hey, people out there, The Dream, the podcast, the check it out. I mean, The American Dream, baby. You know, most of us do not care for multi-level marketing. It, I mean, it's good to have this sort of, you know, hey, man, like, yes, I don't care for it to begin with, but now I really know why I don't like it. Because <laughs> it takes advantage of people. Oh, like, Yeah. Yeah, but just like so deep on just how nefarious it is. Speaking of multi-level marketing, 
<laughs> Let's talk a little Disney Plus. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding, Disney. Don't have me killed. Uh, so they announced a couple new shows that are... I'm looking forward to Disney Plus. I really am. I can't wait to give I'm them my money. I'm so mad that I want... I'm so mad that I kind of want to do that. They have announced a Hawkeye series starring Jeremy Renner. <laughs> what? Did you see he's got the super tatted up sleeve arm now, too? Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, well. Where did he find time to do that? And why? I don't know. I don't know. He's been on the farm. I'm assuming some of his family members probably got taken. In I'm the, assuming his whole family got in dusted. the snap, and yeah. yeah, maybe it's a a dedication to them. I don't know, or I don't maybe, know, but like he, maybe he's been listening <laughs> to Post Malone. You know, I, don't I, know. I told you like he got the Mohawk thing, and there were posts about like Hawkeye. You have, you are a dad, and then the <laughs> then they have something in the preview where he's got the tatted sleeve arm. And they're like, man, this is getting embarrassing. Yeah, well, he's going through a midlife crisis. I guess so. And then. uh Let's see. Uh, sorry, I got I got a text. A I, was, I was reading series, it. Huh? Uh, yeah, Hawkeye series. That's gonna be fun. And then texting and podcasting. <laughs> I know. Apparently, my wife is gonna need to borrow my Zoom. There's a there's a podcast that's gonna be in town tomorrow. Oh, called This Is Why We Drink. I've never heard of huh. it. Uh, it's a murder podcast. But oh, they're, really? They're huh. at Wise Guys, and apparently, they don't have a Zoom to bring, so they need to borrow mine. Oh, good so on. hopefully, they'll pay me money to use it. Like the 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 sheer volume of uh, true crime podcasts, like it's it's kind of not my jam because it gets pretty depressing. But like it's there are a lot of them out there, and more power to them. Since we're throwing out podcasts, I'm gonna say go <laughs> listen to the new Utah podcast. They're my friends. I've been on it a few times. I'll probably be on it again. It's a fun little podcast. It's a great way. Like if you don't, if you're looking for something to do, they they run through happenings and things like that like oh really yeah like if there's local people headlining they'll they'll talk about that like they, they mentioned my shows and stuff like that i've gone on there and uh promoted this show it's just a it's a fun little podcast and they also talk about issues that are going on too and it, it's fun that's cool so, I, uh, so go check them out i find myself often wanting to get out and do more but just not really not really having a good outlet not being able to find a good outlet for like well what What's a good broad? Well, they'll talk know. about things like anything from like Autorama or yeah. uh, like a food truck festival or uh, one of you know those festivals where they like have sheep up in Midway and the the little dogs chasing them around like in Babe the movie. They'll talk about anything basically. Is what I'm, or they'll mention the farmers market stuff like that. So, like, did you see? Uh, there was the old coots. Uh, giving advice at the farmer's market that became a meme that was going around? Uh, no. Okay, well, it went around Facebook and Instagram, and it was going all over the place, actually. It went viral. And it was originally taken by uh, my friend Jess Richardson, who is on the New Utah podcast, and everybody stole it from her. <laughs> That's huh. one of those reasons why I get so mad at memes. <laughs> because like she's vendetta. the one that, she's the one that took the picture, and everybody stole it and took credit for it, basically. and. Hmm. It's kind of annoying. But anyway, check new, them out. New Utah podcast? Is that yeah, right? Yeah. I'll have to get and that one's fun. And then back to what I was originally talking about. They're also going to do a Monsters, Inc. series with Billy Crystal and John Goodman. I'm making a face at that For one. Disney Plus. I'm making a face. I'm making Just a... saying, if John Goodman's not available, <laughs> I know somebody. I'm making a eh, okay face. It could be fun. Kids need series too, right? No. Yeah, they, they do. They've got yeah, plenty. They they do have plenty. 
like we were super spoiled with stuff as kids compared to what our parents had. Think about what our parents had. They had like hoop and stick. They had Flash Gordon and John Wayne movies. (laughs) Those, I mean, they had their own. Everything had their own charm. Kids that are, you know, the kids that we're raising, looking at like the just the embarrassment of wealth that they have for Mm -hmm. for extremely just well written, well animated series. When we were kids, basically we were running on really cool concepts and good designs. Because Transformers was not a was not a particularly well written show. No, it It was was it was garbage. But it was was not a particularly well animated show. But they right. looked way cool. Yeah. And the, it just captured something. It's one of those things where I almost think it makes me think there is a God or there is time travel. One of the two that <laughs> either. I, did you accept some of that Coco Diaz weed? No, no, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I also got offered it by Kate Quigley. And that was like a combination of uh, what I was talking about of the hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> and also drugs and i said no so um <clears throat> but anyway where was i um yeah those things that like star wars it's like you can't imagine the oh world. star wars that you can't imagine that there was ever a world without star wars because it's been there since we were born star wars was innovation and it's so huge still like there was a there was a time before superheroes existed certainly that's crazy I guess uh, they had like Greek gods and stuff like I'm gonna that. I'm going to go back and talk about a superhero called Jesus. That, uh, I mean, no, I know there was a time I don't before like the, him. The Jesus is a superhero yeah. stuff. Like, I'm just messing around. Anyway. I know. Like, that's the one thing. Like, uh, Supernatural delves into like God and Lucifer and stuff like that, but they don't, they don't mess with Jesus. I kind of like that. That's actually kind of like smart. No, Big Lebowski te- taught us don't mess <laughs> with the Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of supernatural, man, Ooh. I'm current on it because I'm on a panel, and there was a cliffhanger. You must be very tired. <laughs> there was a yeah, there was a cliffhanger on the last episode. Oh man, I don't know what happened, but I think their mom died, <gasps> or something bad happened to her. Wait, did you just watch the first episode? No, no, they brought her back. How long has she been back for? Uh, two or three years. Oh, okay. She's been back for for a little while now. Okay. But something happens to her, and you don't know what. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah, cliffhanger. So if she dies, then that means whoever killed her is going to be bad. It's going to turn bad. It's oh, you think good. Someone, someone good killed her? Not on purpose, but out of like anger and losing control of powers and things like that. Like a wolf man? No, not a wolf like man. Like a teenage wolf man? But... Did they, not like Wolfman Jack, but a, his name is Jack. She get hit in the face with a basketball really hard. No, there's a character. He's or a neph- someone dropped a keg of beer on her. He's I'm a, sorry, he's I'm not a, a nephilim. Guy. He's actually the son of Lucifer and a human, and his name is Jack. And uh, the the Winchesters have been raising him basically, and he lost his powers for a while, but he he got them back. But in the process of getting his powers back, he lost his soul, and now he can't control things as well as he used to, and he gets, he got frustrated, and she was basically mothering him like a mother would, and telling him what he did was not okay, and he kind of lost control, and then it just goes black. <laughs> and you don't know what happened. As someone who doesn't watch the show, that was so fun to listen to. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, you know what else was... You know what? Hey. <laughs> Have your, have your supernatural moment. Okay, I had it. Okay. 
Guess what's back this week? What? Gabe and I got to sit down and watch episode one of season two of One Punch Man. Oh, how was it? Pretty good. Pretty good? It is a different animation (laughs) studio, so it's... The animation has dipped a little bit in quality, but that's not that's not entirely why I'm there, Trav. Okay. I am there for the fun antics of Saitama and Janos, and that stuff seems to be pretty on point. So, and uh, <laughs> it's funny, my friend. Now is it Netflix or is it Hulu? It's on Hulu. Hulu got the exclusive on that, which is it's a funny bit. A good friend of mine uh, has been watching it with his kid. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. Uh, him, he and myself um, watching it on our own with our kids and having completely different experiences of his family is very Team Genos, the robot companion, the android mm-hmm. companion, and like my family's Team Saitama, the titular one punch man. But uh, he was super excited. I was super excited. I'm a hardworking man. He is a hardworking man. But he was going to take all of today off with the thought of I'm going to binge this with my son. Mm-hmm. Turns out they got the exclusive rights like to parallel with Japan of its release. So he took the whole day off and there was only one episode there to watch. Oh, really? <laughs> so they're not dropping them all at the same time? No, it's like it, it's like concurrent with the releases in Japan like on a weekly basis. I, I honestly think, and I know people are like super hooked on binging things now but i think it's better to watch something with a little span of time between some i things, really do some things just work better i don't because know because i think things get jumbled if you watch them all too fast it, your your brain needs that time to soak it in and process I it i think there's just i think it's just conditional some things work well with binging <laughs> other things gabe and i uh we would binge the seasons of voltron and that never that never really hurt. There were some seasons that just were a little mm. bit less dynamic, but the seasons that were good, binging them, you know, taking a Saturday and binging it were always fun. You're ta- you're saying the word binging a lot, and it reminded me of this. Of uh, that old movie, a- Benji? No, not the dog. What a sad little movie those were, though. Doesn't Benji always die or something like that? I, I, I think you're thinking of, like, Old Yeller. Old Yeller? <laughs> Maybe. Did, did Benji get, get I, mange or something? I don't know. I don't. I think but, you're thinking of wasn't there a wasn't there a movie where where George the red Burns, fern grows? Wasn't there a movie where George Burns was like the voice of the dog, and it wasn't was that, that Benji oh, dog? Oh, dog, you devil! I don't oh, know. dog, you. Oh, dog! Instead I swear of, oh, God. To, I swear to God that there was a movie where uh, George Burns was like the voice of the Benji dog. See, I when when people were freaking out about what was that with the Labrador a few years ago? I had Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston, uh, Marley and me. Yeah. Oh, the dog dies. Well, guess what? When I was a kid, every dog died. Every dog that was in a movie died. Maybe Benji. I don't remember. I just assumed he died because every other dog died. That's why I don't like dog movies. Anyway, you were saying binging a lot, and it reminded me of this uh, YouTube channel, and I'm not a huge YouTube guy, but this is actually pretty cool. My son got me into it, Brady, and it's called Binging with Babish, and he's, I don't really know much about his background, if he's in the culinary arts or whatever, but he kind of takes things from pop culture that are like fun foods and TV shows and movies, and he tried to recreate them. Oh, I, I want to say I've maybe heard of this. It's a lot of fun, actually. Huh. He does some crazy stuff. There's stuff from The Simpsons. There's stuff from uh, Always Sunny. There's stuff from Friends. I mean, 
you name it, he, he's pretty much done it. There's a lot of cool stuff on there, though. It's fun to watch. And then he, he tries to eat it, and sometimes it's not as good as you might think. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've heard, I've at the very least heard of something like that. I think he makes like a he makes like a super crabby patty from SpongeBob where it's like I don't know three feet tall <laughs> and just keeps stacking is, and stacking and is stacking. part of it that he tries to eat the whole thing or just he tries some? No, of it? he just okay. tries some of it. Yeah, he there's no way he would try to eat all that. Sometimes he does finish it all. But he tries to make the old 96er from the great outdoors. I don't know if he did that one or not, but I doubt he did. Check out binging with Babish. It, it's pretty fun to watch. It's just kind of his torso, really, and, and his hands making the stuff. Oh, so he's not actually in it? Or? You, you do see his face oh, okay. every once in a while, but, I mean, it's not like, hey, look at my face. It's just kind of focus on the food and, and how he's making it. So is he kind of talk over it? or? Oh, yeah, he, 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 he talks over it kind of after it's all done, after it's edited and stuff like that. Huh. Is it kind of funny or is it just more? There's some funny stuff in it, but it's also or? educational and it's it's charming too. Huh. But he actually, you know, teaches you some techniques and maybe a thing or two about food. So it's it's fun to watch though, because I, I love you food say that's stuff. On? It's just on YouTube. Binging oh, with oh, Babish. Okay. Yeah, it's just there on you YouTube. Go. It's 100 percent free, folks. Is it? It's free falling. Is it? Yeah. Are there is there advertising in it? Well, there might be. Travis, it's not free then. I don't remember. <laughs> I can't remember anything. Binging with Babish. So, there. let's see. Something else I wanted to bring. Oh, before we get to that. Oh? A little bit of news on uh, oh? Suicide Squad. We, we kind of oh, talked yeah. about it. Oh, yeah, is this it. the Idris Elba thing? Idris Elba is still going to be in Suicide Squad, he's, but he's no longer going to play Deadshot. It's kind of interesting that it sounds like that was just something they came with, like he was initially hired on as that, and then they just right. kind of went, eh, why don't we just have you not be that? I almost wonder if he's like, hey, could I be somebody that's not Deadshot? I, so, I mean, it could be him, it could be no them, idea. I don't know. Maybe somebody just goes, what if we did this? And everybody's like, why didn't we think of that to begin with? Something like that. I don't know. It, the he's he's obviously going to be the star of the movie still. The bit that I read on it, it, it kind of sounded like James Gunn was just like, I don't, I don't think we want to have Deadshot be part of this. Yeah. And I it, think we can do better. He, I mean, I've read that maybe they want to possibly leave the door open for maybe Will Smith coming back at some point. Yeah. Especially now that their movies are going to be a little bit more fun. Maybe yeah, we'll, that's something we'll that he could come back and do. We'll see. But man. yeah, I mean, why not just... Give him something else to do. But Viola Davis is also going to be back as Amanda Waller. And she was really she's, good as she's Amanda a good Waller. Fit for that. Yeah. The the Amanda Waller character is always like she was at least I think just because Viola Davis is likable, you didn't hate her a hundred percent. But Amanda Waller in like the comics and the cartoons <sighs> and stuff is so hateable you haters yeah she double crosses everybody i've seen i've seen her portrayed both ways in in animated stuff that i've seen her in it seems like i've seen her portrayed as sort of like like hard ass but likable right but i've also seen a few where she is she is just bad and she's pretty bad in the suicide squad movie and the character itself is not likable but the actress viola davis is super likable so it kind of comes through yeah so but anyway <clears throat> Idris Elba is a I would just like to I would love a series based on Idris Elba's decision making because <laughs> he's a really interesting really smart dude and 
something like this, I would love the, to hear the process of, hey, you know what? If if he just want, if it's just because he knows he'll get good money out of it, sure, that's fine. I ain't, I ain't mad right. at that. I would be interested if they came to him and he's like, I think I can, I think this can be interesting. I would 100% love to hear the process of how he got roped into doing the Dark Tower and then right. the, the whole process of finding out what it is, what it's going to be, and, you know, how he felt about it. I, I want him to be uh, Jon Stewart, the Green Lantern. But, I mean, Suicide Squad is kind of a villain movie. Yeah. It's villains forced to be good. Yeah. So I can't figure out who he's going to be. I think I mentioned to you Captain Cold would be cool. But yeah, I think if they ever end up going with Green Lantern, they're going to skew a fair amount younger than... I don't know, man. Like, like in the... The cartoon, the Justice League cartoon, he seemed like he was probably in his forties. He didn't seem super. How, young. how old that Barry Allen you think in those cartoons? Mid twenties, I don't know. Yeah, so it was uh, Michael Rosenbaum was the voice of Barry. Was I, Michael Rosenbaum been, was probably in his. He might have yeah. actually been Wally West in those cartoons and not Barry Allen. Uh, the I Justice, think it was the Wa- Justice League. Yeah, ones? I think it was Wally West. I thought it was Barry Allen, but I think it's Wally West actually. Well, there is we'll Wally West in the Flash TV series. Yeah. I just, I think if they do Green Lantern, they're probably going to go a late 20s at the most. I mean, that's where you might bring in Michael B. Jordan, something like that. They got to find somewhere to put him in those, don't they? I mean, I just say don't do, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Hal the, Jordan? Yeah, just don't do Hal Jordan. Just say that one, you know. They already did a Hal Jordan movie. Didn't do so well. Just bring in Jon Stewart. Why not? Hey, they already did a Deadpool movie, and look what happened when they <laughs> gave that true. another try. That's true. So I wanted, uh, to, I wanted to bring up a couple things. One, they found a black hole, yeah. and they took a picture of it. I said it, it just looks like the cover to the Orgy album, Candy Ass. Yeah, it, it just looks very, I don't know, it looks like a, I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. It just. I did see the best tweet to come out of that is Sam Neil tweeted the picture and just said he just put on it. Been there, done that. <laughs> I thought that was a very good sporting of Sam Neil. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that they they yeah. took a picture it's of a, it. But... It's a marvel of science. Like it's not. I I don't I don't know what to say about it. Other, it's on the side of like on one hand, it's not the most dynamic thing, but on the other hand, you're looking at a black hole. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty amazing to... uh, That's kind of an amazing thing to be alive for. Yeah. I want to know if they're going to bring back the movie Black Hole. Do you remember that? I don't think Disney... It was a Disney. You know what? I I hope that'll be on Disney+. Plus. Disney will kind of do... I don't know. There are a couple of movies like... Disney is obviously Song of the South. They've distanced themselves from... I don't know. I'm hearing reports that it's going to be on there. I've heard conflicting. I've heard it's not, but I've also heard it is. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. I am... Well, I mean, they're, they're never going to go back to it at the very least. They might allow it to be seen, but they're never going to go back to it. I still say it's, it's educational to put a, somebody talking about it and saying, hey, the, here's the deal with this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I, hiding from it and like pretending like it never happened... When are, when are we ever going to learn from pretending like Let's something see. never happened? Did you see? Do you see Dumbo? No, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, the the uh, song that the crows sing in mm-hmm. the animated one. Uh, who's that one referee that's really fan? The boxing referee that's really famous. Can you think of his name? Uh, uh, Judge Mills Lane. 
I am to understand Mills Lane does that song like announcing it, oh, and now, really? like announcing Dumbo, like you beat unseen about everything, but now you'll see an elephant fly. That movie sounds bananas in a real bad way. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. Like, have you heard? Have you heard anything coming out of that movie? I mean, I've seen people taking their grandkids to see it. No one has come up to me and said, yeah. I saw Dumbo. Uh, Bill Burr took his daughter to go see it. She's like two. Yeah. And at first he's like, oh, cool. My, my daughter's first movie. And then he starts, this is on his podcast. But then he started looking around the theater and realized, this is the only little kid in here. Everybody else <laughs> is an adult. And then he realizes, oh, this is a Tim Burton movie. Yeah. And they started being mean to the elephants, and his daughter got scared, and she's like, go home? Uh, they were pretty mean to Dumbo in the animated one, but regardless, yeah. Right. It's, it just sounds it sounds weird. It sounds, you know, you've got the shoehorned in uh, guy with no arm plot. Like, I think right. it's supposed to be like a World War One vet thing. Oh, really? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of stars in it. Michael Keaton, apparently, is a bad guy in it. I don't know. It. it it doesn't. It doesn't sound real good, but I'll but see that, it eventually. Someone telling me about that, that like Mills Lane does that. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" That's a weird choice. Or not? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't Mills Lane. Maybe it was the was it Michael announcer. Buffer? Maybe it was my. Maybe it was Michael Buffer. But even that's still bananas too. Yeah, I think it was Michael Buffer. Let's Mills get Lane ready to Dumbledore. Yeah. Like you've been unseen about everything until you've seen an elephant fly. Like Ugh. that's really like. That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> this Tim, that's late, late game Tim Burton. Can I bring in this last little thing before we get to Magic Mike? You are more than welcome to. A Taiwanese woman was having problems with her eye. She went into the doctor. Oh, oh. She found out she had four bees living in her eye, feeding off of her tears. That sounds like a uh, Smashing <laughs> Pumpkins song. <laughs> it does. That is the weirdest I thing. I saw that and just didn't want to even... I didn't even want to know about it. I told my daughter about bot flies, and she spent the next, like, two hours watching bot fly videos. You ever heard of bot flies? Yeah, I have... I have... <laughs> I don't know... I have read things to the effect of there are, like, uh, sub-internet-type forums of people who are obsessed with, like, getting bot flies, and I don't want any... Obsessed with getting them? Like, yeah. Like, paranoid? Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, like, to the point of, like, they take it as a sort of parenthood to get a bot fly. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That is bananas. There's weird people out there, man. <laughs> you know, Michael Buffer talking about elephants. Anyway, people want bot flies, mass hysteria. I just thought that was a, a weird, wacky thing I'd bring up. It is gruesome. Feeding off the tears? That's something that you say, like, about, like, a monster is feeding off her tears, you know? But these bees are feeding off her tears, I, I guess, because there's salt in them. I don't. I'd know. have to look more into it. It, it. it sounds logistically insane. Of four bees, they like, were little tiny. They were a special brand of bee. They, they were, were. They were very they were, small. They were BBs. BBs. Hey, I like that. BBs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get. Don't give me any credit for that. That was terrible. I had a friend who was uh, uh, the Mad Hatter in. Yeah. Uh, Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, at Disney World. Oh, wow, really? And uh, this kid came up to him, and he goes, Mad Hatter, do you want to hear a joke? And I forget the setup, but uh, it was something like, 
what do you call a, a bee on Halloween? And the punchline was boobies. <laughs> so he, he kept repeating it because he didn't get it. He's like, boobies? Boobies? I don't get it. Boobies? And then everybody around him is like, oh my gosh, he keeps saying boobies. Uh, and then he realized what he said. And he's like, I'm really sorry, everybody. <laughs> I imagine that was one of the outfits that they don't like wear a mask for. No. Yeah, they don't wear a mask. They just yeah. wear, I think, maybe a nose. I'm not 100% sure. A wig. What a definitely a hat. A mad what a world. We, what a world we live in. <laughs> what a world we live in. Go back Boobies. to like. Go back to like you know the 1700s and bring someone forward and go. This is a place that exists now. <laughs> I know. I don't know if you've ever heard any of Joe Mackey's material. He's a really funny comic that I like. The name's very familiar. But he's got a bit about, and I don't know if he's still doing it. This was a few years ago, and it was basically about. We look down on people that have above ground swimming pools and we consider them like poor white trash. But any other country in the world, if if you said I have a giant tank of water in my backyard that's clean and we just sit in, just it. Sit in it and don't use it for anything besides that. How how insulting that would be to everybody else in the world that has zero clean water yeah. and we consider them poor and white trash. <laughs> Obviously, that doesn't it's, do the bit justice, but no, it's, it's, it's really funny. Sort of, you know, sitting for a minute and thinking about privilege or just thinking <laughs> about time in general and, you know, someone from a far, far away place or for a far away time, the idea <laughs> that we get bored at all is like, what is wrong with you? Right. We have everything in our pocket. It's crazy. Alexa, play rain sounds. Speaking of that, I told you I found my Game Boy this week. Oh, yeah. My Game Boy from when I'm I was I'm looking at Game Boy games right in front of me here. What yeah. do we got? We got, uh, what is this? Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, so that is Super Mario Land. Oh, Super Mario. Uh, you fly a plane. Turtles follow the Foot Clan. Ninja Turtles, of course. Uh, Gremlins 2. Wow, is Hulk Hogan in it? The new batch. Uh, I don't think I got that far. Bad and Rad. That is a Sk- Skate or Die game. Skate or Die. And uh, the... The quintessential Tetris. Is it spelled S K eight? No, no, we oh, we weren't that real. cool in the eighties. Skate. I spelled it S K eight. I don't think it was till Avril Lavigne that we figured out you could put an eight in there. Avril Lavigne, Canada's poser. He was a skater boy. <laughs> Said, "See you later, boy." Ever since Gabe started doing his uh, longboarding, I refer to him as the skater boy. Skater boy. <laughs> I say, "See you later, boy." <laughs> but no, like I was cleaning out my mom's garage, and we just found a bag that. Oh wow! Sitting in a garage, a bag that still works. A Game Boy from 1989, and it still works really surprisingly well. Wow! Do you have to blow into them? Oh, that you didn't get that so much with the Game Boy. It's more like the connectors. Like you got to really push it in there Mm. to get a solid connection. I never had a Game Boy. They're a cool. They're a cool part of history, Mm. and they're an interesting way of of making a handheld. In that, they they just they just chew batteries mm-hmm. and the the concept of it's not backlit oh is really kind of a very interesting moment in time <laughs> of trying to show it i had that moment where i was sitting in here uh, waiting when you were coming over and i had it sitting in here and gabe came in and he's like can i try it out i'm like yeah and i just handed it to him and he's kind of looking at it from everywhere. he's like he's 
has to figure out how to turn it on. And it wasn't it wasn't like those goofy YouTube videos of like kids from today try and figure out how to use a Nintendo and they're like turning it upside down, going like, how do you make the screen work? Like those things seem those seem really put on when I watch them. When I first got my truck, it's got a tape deck in it, and I went to the DI and bought a bunch of like cassette tapes. And my daughter, who is brilliant, and she's better at everything than I am, to be honest with you. But she couldn't figure out how to put a cassette tape into the tape deck on the truck. She's like putting it in forward, and then she'd turn it the other way and try it. And then finally I was like, no, 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 you go in like this. She's like, that's stupid. Why would you put it in like that? I was like, I don't know, but that's what they designed. So. Yeah, we, we live through some very interesting formats of, you know, <laughs> we kind of caught the end of eight tracks that were... Yeah, I remember Super dumb. My dad had a, it was like the sounds of a railroad train, eight track. And if you set it up just right, and he did it once when I was a kid, and he set up like, I don't know how many speakers it was, but it basically turned into surround sound where it would move around the room like the train was going in a circle. It was really cool. And we lived through cassette tapes, and then we lived through CDs, and... Now everything's just digital. Yep. I actually still buy CDs. Vinyl is the only eternal. All my vehicles. Well, not all, but most. Vinyl is the only thing that never, uh, never really went away. Cassettes are coming back. I think that's dumb. I think that's just people trying to make money. We were, we were watching that, um, uh, like Twelve Reasons Why or whatever that show that's about a girl committing suicide Mm -hmm. and leaving a bunch of cassette tapes, and the start of it was some. The main kid in it has a friend who's like way into retro stuff. And he gets in his car and he goes, man, why are you still using that cassette player? And he goes, it just sounds better. Like, no, cassettes never sounded better. I had a bit when I first started doing stand-up. And it was kind of making fun of vinyl culture about, yeah, man, I just, I really like the way cassette tapes sound. Like, you can really feel the warmth when when it starts chewing up the tape. Never could get it to work though. Vinyl really does have a sound that is hard to. It's hard to replicate, and it kind of, you know, it, it's definitely a difference. Whereas like cassettes really just always sounded kind of weak ass. I was watching. Uh, it was Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. And they were in Nashville, and it showed. What is the Jack Black or not Jack Black? Jack <laughs> Jack White Studio. He's. The yin to the yang of Jack Black. I didn't know he had a studio. He's got a studio down I mean, there. That makes and sense, but I can't remember what the name is. I'm sorry, but it's White. the it's the world's only surviving. How many times live... do you think Jack Black has tried to get Jack White to do something with him, and Jack White will not do it? Black and white. They should cover Michael Jackson's Black and White. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they've got the world's last surviving live to. Uh, record recording device so they're in studio and it's like no mess ups because it's not recording digitally or anything like that but it it imprints it as they're making the sound onto a record and then they can duplicate that record off of that and they don't have that anywhere else apparently that's what they said huh i guess nobody else i mean you probably record it digitally and then just transfer it over but this is recording as you're making the sounds it's interesting yeah it's really cool Fascinating. And Every, they also make orange records and things like that there. Yeah. I find myself wanting to be a vinyl guy every once in a while and just I bought a record player like two years ago for Christmas and I just don't use it. 
I got my I got all my parents' old vinyl. They just they're like, yeah, take it. <laughs> Bands that I like put out really cool vinyls, and I, the collector in me wants to get them, and then I, I have dreams of getting a really nice chair and having like just a vinyl room where I'll sit in a, you know, in a nice robe <clears> with <throat> a right. cravat and. No, I think about like listening to it. Fine liqueur. Yeah, and, I think about listening to it. Uh, <clears throat> while it's raining, you know, and you look out yeah. the window and look at the rain coming down, listening to uh, maybe like a U2 album, you know, Rattle and Hum or, I don't know, Joshua Tree. That's probably one I would buy, Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. I think the coolest album I have actually that my parents had was uh, Bob Seger. It's the one that's got Hollywood Nights. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good album. I I've lis- listened to that one on there. I listen to a lot of music, but it's generally speaking part of me, like like I'm working or I'm driving or something. There was that time in my life when I was you know, <clears throat> a much younger man where I would just sit and listen to music. And look at the album cover and stuff like yeah. that and just appreciate it. Yeah. And smoke we're that too busy Joey now. Coco Diaz weed. Yeah, now we're just too no. busy. Speaking of music, did you see that uh, Morrissey is coming to I to saw Utah? that Morrissey is coming to Utah. September 28th? Yeah. What do you think is more likely, a jazz championship or Morrissey actually showing up for a show? Well, you're about to find out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he canceled like three or four in a row? I don't. I didn't follow Morrissey enough to know. I love Morrissey. I love the Smiths. I love that music. You gonna try and go? I'm afraid it, it's only like 20 minutes from my house. It's at the Saltaire. Trev, you gotta go. It's so close to my <sighs> house. It's sick. That him playing Saltaire seems like I've never he's been to not a, gonna go. I've never been to a concert at Saltaire. It's an okay venue. I would think it's probably a terrible venue. I, I mean. It's, <laughs> I guess it depends on what a good venue is. I've seen a lot of shows at Saltaire, and it's not one of the, it's not one of the venues that I'm real mad at going and seeing. I bet it's going to be cold. It's late September. There's that. I mean, show, I don't think he's going to show up. There's shows no I go to when shows I go to if it's cold is always like well, once the show gets going, all the bodies around will keep it nice and warm. He's going to be like, my blood is low on iron, so yeah. I can't come. That was Ringo Starr. It was. <laughs> well, I mean, he's basically Morrissey. But um, Saltaire seems. Like, this I mean, is Ringo Starr. I saw I saw Primus at Saltaire. I love year. Primus. So that <laughs> it's like he's here in the room with me. Almost. But that that just seems like a a venue that Morrissey would turn his nose up at. <laughs> but it, that's as to say, I've seen shows there and it's been just fine. Yeah, I don't it's, think he's seen pictures yet. I'd much rather go to Saltaire than a couple of the clubs in Salt Lake that are just in the worst parts of the neighborhood. They're they're dingy, rundown clubs. Like the complex. They, uh, the complex. I'm thinking, is it the complex? What's the complex the as a venue isn't a bad venue, but if you go twenty feet west oh, yeah. of the complex, it's, it's the pretty one, sketchy. It's like it's like right behind. Uh, the gateway. Yeah. 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 That place is an okay venue, but I get what you're saying. I'm talking about, have you ever been to in the, in the venue, into the venue, no. at the venue, no. whatever that place, I do not like going to. Do you remember the Zephyr club? Yeah. Yeah. It's, Zephyr it's club still was cool. vacant. That building is still vacant. I was past, I, I walked past it. Um, that was a really Saturday cool night. Went to get some pizza. There's this place like two buildings down from the Zephyr club. It's like called Sicilian or Sicilies or something like that. Good pizza, and they're open till like three a.m. So we went and get got some pizza. Yeah, but uh, yeah. That, in my youth, in those nineties, there were some good there were some good venues that weren't extremely overpriced, and now 
a lot of the venues are really beat up dingy clubs that are charging way more than right they should you know what we had nothing to talk about and we are one <laughs> hour 47 minutes into this uh the i think the the mistake you make is that usually when we have a lot of stuff to talk about we have bullet points that keep us on task but when <laughs> when the episode is just just go ahead and get out in the weeds it's like we forget how bad we are at that <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of weeds this time of year. It's been raining, folks. The funny thing is is that I got to very few of the little bullet points on my list that I could have talked about. <laughs> so, Well, it's probably time for us to, to do some magic mic and then get out of here. All righty. Maybe I'll stop messing up words. Probably not. Should have just named this podcast Messing Up Words with Travis Tate. <laughs> you know, it's never too late. We can We can pivot. Nah, I, I like late to the party. Because nah, pe- late to the party is a thing that people say on the regular, and whenever they say late to the party, I just pretend they're talking about our podcast. It makes me feel good. You, you, you say, oh, were you talking about me over there? We should have just named it Trump, and then whenever somebody talked about Trump, we'd actually just feel good. they're talking about you? Yeah. Oh, they're talking about our podcast. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Triggered. So, we, uh, we spoke about how we think he will feel about it. I want to talk to actual Morrissey and see where his head's at for the, uh, the Salt Lake show. All right, we can do that. All right. See if we can call him up on a vegan animal cruelty, free magic mic, strawberry shortcake. Hello. Whoa. Ah, I guess it really is you. It is me. Morrissey. So is that kind of how, that's just your regular speaking voice then? This is how I speak to people. Wow. Like phone calls must be a nightmare. They are. That's why I don't make them. Because I don't have a phone anymore. Why don't you have a phone anymore, Morris? Because it's their phone and it's not my phone and I wouldn't want to talk on the phone. It's a good, you know, good excuse as any, I suppose. That's what I say. <laughs> Okay, so Morrissey, uh... That's my name. I was going to see if you're going to ask Podcast me to not... Podcast show in a coma, I know, I know. Just wanted to see if you're going to ask me to not wear it out. Okay, it's cool, Morris- Morrissey, it's cool. It's cool, Morrissey. It's cool. I don't shut up, I throw up, I grow up, and I screw that up. <laughs> Morrissey, <laughs> did Morrissey just admit fault? No. It sounded like you said you screwed it up. That's because you're not a vegan. Is that how that works? Yes. So The brainwaves were interrupted. <laughs> so Morrissey... On uh, a double-decker bus. <laughs> so, messed up both of us. <laughs> it's, the, it's the eye contact that really gets it going here. Anybody I have blue eyes because I'm in Travis Tate's body. Do, do you not have blue eyes standard? I don't remember, <laughs> but I don't think so. <laughs> so, Morrissey. Yes? Uh, it turns out you're uh, going to be gracing us with your presence this uh, fall? Allegedly. You, you don't keep up on your own schedule, really? Not just... really. What's the point when I don't show up anyway? Oh, so you just, you're admitting that that's part of the problem. Mostly, I just take the money and put it in a bank account offshore and it collects interest. Wow. And then I cancel and give you your money back, but I keep the interest. So like, you know, you, you, like morally vegan, but like also morally Morrissey, the guy who like does the offshore bank account thing to stay tax free. Interest is vegan. That's my new song title. Huh. 
guess I never really thought about it that way. No, I don't Nobody know. does. In the place of interest. <laughs> so, uh, do you know? Do you know what venue you're coming to? I assume the largest venue, maybe where the Mormon Tribal Nabokwa sings. You're not allowed to call them that anymore. I can call them whatever I want. I'm a vegan. You can't question me. All right. But that's the whole point, is that I'm questioning you right now. But you can't. So, Morrissey, you're going to be playing the Great Saltaire. I don't know what that is, but it sounds amazing. Well, so here in here in Utah, we have uh, you know the Great Salt Lake, right? I'm told. Well, they had this. Uh, it was sort of a destination. They built this thing called Salt Air. It was it was a place that people. It was like let a me guess. It place. smells like salty air. Oh boy, does it ever! <laughs> it looks kind of. It almost looks like the palace from Aladdin. Hmm. <laughs> I've got your attention now, don't I, Morrissey? Yes. <laughs> so it's like this big palace, and it used to be, there used to be like a water attraction kind of thing to it, but... I don't believe in kings and queens. You don't? You don't believe in them? No. But we, but they, they happen. You have but to believe But they're bad them. for the country, and they hurt people like me. How do they hurt you? to say things that are questionably true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, also known as false. So, I'm putting you on the spot here, Morrissey. Are you showing on up or not? On the spot, like my voice. Um, we do have a large... Uh, most his- likely not. We do have a large Hispanic population here, and they are fans. They love me. It's one of those things. I don't know why. You're not going to show up for them? I think it's because I represent something in them where they feel underrepresented. What thing do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe because all I do is talk about being underrepresented. Are you your own species, Morrissey? I sure am. I'm asexual. That is true. You are not. I down can with reproduce down. with myself. Ooh. Uh, yeah. It's true. It's true. I have forty-seven million children. Would you be willing to do that while you're in Travis? Tate's I call body? them blades of grass. Boy, I just look downward on Travis Tate. I don't feel great about that. What did you say? I was just asking if you could do that asexual reproduction while you were in with I've already Travis done it Tate's eight body. times since we started. Wait, he's got a surprise when he gets home. Oh, <laughs> Morrissey, you I, might call before it a you can fly. do it again, I, I, I go cast you out. Gross. Hey, I'm back. Uh, how are you feeling? All right. Why? Nothing feels off kilter? No. Just, no, not really. I think I'm... Just, all right. <clears throat> Something in my neck. It's weird. Yeah. Like Gross. a creature, creature popping out. I don't like know. I don't think it, I don't think Morrissey was horny, but it was still like that same gross he, feeling. I don't think he's capable of being horny. Uh, I think he's just. I, I think he's just got like this really self righteous thing about him. It was definitely a self thing. It's it's me only. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag it, me only. He, he he was doing some me only stuff that uh, I want to point out. I like Morrissey's music, but <laughs> I really do. But he's kind of a kook. He's a monster of a man. <laughs> I don't know about monster. No, you think monster. he's a monster? Full monster. Oh, okay. Full monstrosity. Right. Monster like a like an energy. Drink. I'm drawing a line in the sand on Morrissey. He's a monster. Wow. Is that one of his one of his single songs? Probably <laughs> Morrissey. Line in the sand. Oh my gosh! Oh, I thought it was Morrissey's oh a monster. Was the name Morrissey's of his, a one monster? Of his own albums. <laughs> Could be. But like in the good way. <laughs> Anyways, Travis. 
Jake. You got anything for us? Anything you're doing this oh, week that the people should know about? I'm doing shows this weekend with Dan Soder. Oh, you do you get to do the show with Dan Soder? Yeah, huh? he, awesome. he is like the premier wrestling impressionist. Yeah, I was not super familiar with Dan Soder and heard him on a podcast recently, and he was quite, he charmed me. He's super funny. He I'm excited to, to be on the show with him. I'm excited for you. I get to talk WrestleMania with him. He lives in New York. He might have gone. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. So I'm going to ask him if he actually went to anything. I can't wait to hear about that. Because I know he gets, cool. he's got to end with like uh, the. Um, something to wrestle with people and stuff like that. Oh, he's, really? he's done live shows with them before. And so hopefully he's got some insight and oh, some I'll, stories to, to talk I about. We'll so. look forward to hearing some stories. It's always good that. when you have something in common with a comic, like, like wrestling is a weird thing. Like Ron Funches, I can talk wrestling with there's, there's a few others and it's like instantly like, ah, we're brothers. We can talk because yeah. we can talk comedy. Of course. But when you can talk wrestling and it's not something that, like any, any old comic can talk about basketball with another comic, you know what I mean? Or, or football or something. But when it's something very, like a niche thing, mm-hmm. there's an instant connection there. So that's always fun. Well, you're talking to a guy who's way into video games and comic books. So <laughs> yeah. On those rare occasions when you kind of connect with someone like that, it's like, yeah, yeah. Or the times, I have, I have had a guy at work who I think figured out that I like video games. And he, oh, yeah? He, he like... <laughs> drills me about stuff it's like um, no please i don't want to be your friend please don't do that. <laughs> well it's not i don't want to be your friend it's just man i don't know it just doesn't it doesn't work the same but yeah everyone's on the every once in a while that someone you know you connect the right way on that it is right it is nice well you can follow me at travis tate funny on pretty much everything listen to the podcast download it tell your friends about it spread the word this Subscribe, is a two-hour podcast please, rate, please uh give us a review We'd love to hear about it. Our email, later to the tater at gmail.com. Still waiting on that slash fic. Bring it. <laughs> Not me. I don't want to see it. Yeah. He, I, I am going to tell him everything. <laughs> so, uh, Jake underscore doll on Twitter, if you're into that kind of punishment. So, uh, hey, we totally did it again, bud. We totally did it. So, for, oh, did I miss it? Oh, no, Blue Wave Theory. Yep, they Blue do Wave music. Theory. Did they do music. our music. Thank you to them. Yep. Have I cleaned the house? I think the house is spick and span. Well, four clean houses everywhere, and four late to the party. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate, and better Tate than never.